you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. This week's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. With Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. No commute, no leaving the office, no squeezing in an appointment during your lunch hour, and no judgments. To match with the perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com zone and use the code zone to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Okay. Hey, guys, don't forget to check out our last show of our tour this year. It's going to be in Washington, D.C. on Friday, December 14th. We can't wait to see all you guys' faces. There are a limited amount of tickets still left on thefriendzonelive.com. Make sure you head over there. Grab your ticket to the show. We'll definitely be there and see you there. Uh, Lots of special guests, great live performance happening, and a few familiar faces that I know you guys will love to see. So make sure you're in the building. Don't forget, go to thefriendzonelive.com to get your tickets, and I will see you at the show. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesco, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. Okay, so I'm understanding everybody got their own opinion, and that's nice and fine and dandy or whatever. But not on my motherfucking page. Your little ugly ass gonna get blocked! <laughs> and if you got a smart ass comment, you say some whole shit. And if you like that comment, you're gonna get. Laugh is animated. Wow. <sighs> Hello, brethren. <laughs> Sistrin. As always, the name of the game here at the Friend Zone Podcast is Intention. And in this particular case, we have found the purest of intentions in this, <laughs> this offering from none other than uh, Republic Records recording artist Cash Dial um, from Cash Detroit, Dial. Michigan. Uh, great artist. Great, huge talent um, and great personality, which is really what connects you with the people, per se, who we are, we the people. And in this case, Cash Doll was dropping these these gems about how she has decided to, against it all, 
you know, no matter what she's faced with, no matter what adversaries come her way via haters on the line, um, she has decided to not just block them, but to always block them. You see, people, (laughs) it's about her setting the tone for the way her life is going to go moving forward. In layman's terms, when you know better, you do better. So Cash Doll has decided that the best plan of action to deal with these types of people online is to not just block them, but to always block them. Pay attention, y'all. Black women are leading the charge once again. She's letting us know, don't just block them in one instance. Always block them so that you can maintain true peace and security, the things that matter in life. The hashtag this week is I will always, because that's the key. (laughs) Always. Hashtag I will always. Oh, that's it. Oh, yeah, that's it. (laughs) That's that on that. That's 20 on 10. And that's betting on black. And with that being said, it's time for some QTNAs, questions that need answers. Also, see, also, colon, questions that niggas is asking. Oh, my God. Question one. Which one of y'all niggas said that Michelle Williams' fiance, Chad, okay, and Mel B's ex-husband, Stephen (laughs) Belafonte, are the same nigga? Which one of y'all said it? Who said it? We just keep it moving right on good, to question two. Good, Thank you so question much. Two. You see how it just rolls on in? Uh, hashtag like I thunder. will always. Okay. Oh hashtag God. I will always. Watch how it transition. Question two. Is it true that Bravo Television's Vanderpump Rules, okay? You familiar with the show, right? Correct? Yeah, Yo, t- people darling, are really watching that. Darling, let me tell you, as the Lisa Vanderpump, the <laughs> richest woman, you know, Ever. Seven Ever. seasons in with a spinoff. See, that she's she's on the something. I mean, come on now. But is it true that Bravo's Vanderpump Rules was originally slated, okay, to be the melanin-deficient interpretation of VH1's Love and Hip Hop? In fact, <laughs> it was going to be slated. titled, okay, this was the plan. It was going to be titled Lust and Unts, Unts, Unts. <laughs> But they just couldn't figure out how to spell the unts noise, so they said, the hell with it. we just going to call it Vanderpump Rules and put it on Bravo. Is that the truth? That's the question. That's who told you that. (coughs) The people. The people. (laughs) Question three. And this one, we really, this is more of the second QTNA, which is questions that niggas is asking. Oh, God. Now, we know that dumb Miami, a.k.a. young Miami from the City Girls, we know she's dumber than a box of rocks, okay? That part is clear. But maybe, just maybe, her most recent spotlight of stupidity, okay, when she was in the news for saying, you know, that the contest winners would get flued out, all expenses is paid for, you know, maybe her recent declaration of being flued out was really a misunderstanding. I'm going to give her a little credit. Maybe picking the top twenty winners. The top twenty winners will get flued out. All expenses is paid, but I will be picking the all top expenses. Is. <laughs> now you heard it. You heard it. Because we have receipts here at the friend zone, okay? Oh, no. Now you heard it. So maybe that the declaration, okay, of being flued out. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> Maybe it was really a travel warning, okay, (laughs) to her audience. Her way of telling them, you know what, ladies? Clean those Victoria's Secret lotion tubes with an antibacterial wipe because it's flu season and you don't want to be flued out (laughs) when you travel. 
Maybe that's what that was. Is that what happened? Pluto. That's question three. What is the compound that contains, you know, the lotions of Victoria's Secret? It's a very specific cake that gets stuck in those. <laughs> it's different from the other lotions. I don't know what it is. They got cornstarch and baby powder. In <laughs> no, they don't. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> and the ones and the ones in the in the old lady lingerie department got gold bond powder in them. Allegedly. <laughs> They gonna sue Dustin's ass. Hey, my fault. They mama got a bra with the underarm in it. No, <laughs> the bra comes with the underarm. The, the bra with the, your mama got a bra with. A, if you gonna sue me, bitch, your mama got a bra with the underarm in it. And with that being said, and most importantly what? understood, welcome to the friend zone. Your weekly look into all things mental health, mental illness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain? Now, I know I don't. I can speak for you three. Hey, friend, how you doing? You know what really took me down last week? What was it? Thinking of Haas's bass coming mm-hmm. to listen to our show for oh the first God. time. And Dustin talking about QTNAs and that titty thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that gave me so much joy. Because oh I know God. they were like, uh, okay. Haas, what, what is this show? Oh what was in your drawer? <laughs> that titty thing. <laughs> With the underarm. With the How are your weekends, guys? Good, real good, real good. What'd um, you do, Dustin? I had a magical New York City night this weekend. Please um, share. I'll give you the cliff weekend. notes, you know, but basically I left the house to go to brunch on Sunday with a great group of friends and ended up walking into the uh, Versace fashion show here in New York City. How do you go from brunch to the Versace show? There's some steps that there was a lot of steps, and and like the lady said, life for me ain't been no crystal staircase. (laughs) So I had some climbing to do, but I did it that night. Um, And one thing led to another. Great afternoon of 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 great company with great friends, and it turned into a great night. The things I was able to see while I was there was was what really made it special, though. Right. So point A, I would like the record to reflect that I did on behalf of us all. Roll my eyes at Kanye West. Amen. Amen. In the press room at the Versace show, I did that. Kim Kardashian's elbow kept bumping mine. She's very polite. She said, excuse me. I let it all go. I didn't even ask her nothing about that lady and the money and all that shit. I didn't ask her nothing about that lady. She got out of jail. Because I know that lady been calling her, leaving messages like Mike Epps said. Hey, Kim. It's me. No, hey, Kim. It's calling to see about the the, the money. Where's the money at? But I didn't even ask her about that. Anyway. Um, I saw her, Sierra, and Lala interacting. They are, in fact, friends. It yes. was a great experience, capped off by the fact that I walked into the show to go to where we were seated. And um, after I passed the beautiful Karen Civil, I noticed hey, Karen. that. Okay, Miss Karen Sivley. I noticed Sivley. that Mary J. Blige and her sister Latanya were seated on the corner. I can't take wow. that. Neither could I. What are the odds? I'm telling my cholesterol went up. It was crazy. So <laughs> I just said, um, I, I told her I loved her. Mm. Um, went to where we were seated. The show went down. Afterward, I went right back over there, told her sister Latanya I was a day one fan and I loved her and Mary. And to see them after all these years still having such a close bond and next to each other was great. Me and Mary ended up taking a picture together. She was gracious and sweet and beautiful and legendary. And, and your smile was so authentic. I, it was like It a, was huge. It I don't think great. I've ever seen you smile that big. No, last time was when I lost my virginity. Oh, okay. So we're talking about <laughs> sheer euphoric levels of joy. Yes. Um, but that was amazing. Um, shout out to 21 Savage. Very personable, friendly. Oh, sweet. Young thug. 
Two Chains, Paris Jackson. All these people were very, very friendly and nice. So it was a great experience. And yes. you looked great. Thank you so I know much. You felt I appreciate good it. And I you almost felt wore sweats home. to brunch. I'm glad I didn't. <gasps> I put some pants on. <laughs> if you had worn sweats, would you still have gone? Or Fuck no. no. <laughs> and I wouldn't even have seen Mary. So like that just, and I needed everything, to see her. It was healing. Everything was in alignment. She's a stone. I don't know what kind, but whatever the rock, friend, you might want to chime. Whatever the stone <laughs> is that you pick up and it, you just feel that energy from it and it makes you feel good, that's what Mary is. That's all yes. it is. Everybody was drawn to her. A stone with knee-high boots. <laughs> yeah, she and she <laughs> bucket list shit. When I hugged Mary and saw her at this event, she was wearing knee boots. Look at that. Yes. So she was, you classic. know, everything was just. Classic. Yeah, I also want to give a quick shout out to the AIDS Healthcare Foundation um, and their uh, 2018 World's AIDS Day event that I was invited to. I'm so glad that I went um, along with Drew Shea from Broadway Black. Um, we went. Uh, Debbie Allen's Dance Academy uh, helped facilitate this event, so they performed, as well as the Ailey um, Dance Company, which was amazing. Um, Debbie Allen and Felicia Rashad both were presenters and spoke. Black royalty. Um, and more bucket list shit, Jennifer Holiday actually performed in tribute to Michael Bennett, and she did, yes. and I am telling you live. Yeah. Oh, my God. Something I never thought wow. I would see. And to really make it special, she wasn't even acting crazy, making them faces and shit. She just sang <laughs> it straight. Right. She sang it straight it. and had the big notes, and I never thought I would see that. And I said it to Drew. I guess I was talking. I had had a couple Tito's, and you know. <laughs> so I was talking, I guess, a little louder than I realized. And I told you, I'm like, this is bucket list shit. And one of the beautiful young ladies in front of me turned around and said, you know what? This is bucket list shit. Because <laughs> it was a surprise. So Sweet. Yeah. Wow. What a great fucking weekend. Thank you. Okay. What about y'all? What happened? Talk about it now. Asante, what city were you in? I was out in Denver. Ooh, you know, shout out to faves. any place where weed is legal. Okay. <laughs> Had fun. Spent a lot of time with dispensaries. Uh, thank you to everybody that came out to see the read. That's why I was there. And uh, the thin air sucks. It gets you drunk faster. It um, was great, though. Didn't you feel like your lungs are breathing in fresh air? I felt like my lungs was breathing in something. Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, yes, I did. But, uh, yeah, it was a great time. I'm literally sick of having been there. Oh, you'll I get can't believe it. Soon. I will. You now flew, that I it be, out? I flew it he out? I flew it out. Okay. <laughs> Young Miami style. <laughs> What about you, friend? How was your weekend? My weekend was great. Mm. Um, I've been working Care on a share. couple... <laughs> <laughs> Care to share? Care to share? I've been working on... I mean, it wasn't as great as yours. No. Okay. <laughs> I've been working on a couple of campaigns. Um, I can finally announce one of them because it's dropping soon. That's what I've been working on the past couple weekends. And I have a Macy's holiday campaign that I'm so excited yes. about. Yay. Bells ring. Does that come with the coupon code? <laughs> because I will be up in the Macy's. Right. I just showed the guys the images because I just received them. The final, like, you know, cleaned up. Beautiful. Retouched Beautiful. images and they the look great. The gift that keeps on giving, girl. You look like a Christmas present. And y'all know that I have uh, been pretty vocal about the L's I've taken working with a couple of different creatives. So it felt good to end on a high note. Mm -hmm. You know, to, to finish strong, first of all, with uh, some last minute campaigns that I was so, so blessed with. And yes. then not only that, but to be able to have the opportunity to find young, amazing, reliable, strong, super talented go-getting creatives that helped me bring this shoot to life. A team. Amen. And I'm thankful because 
I the wasn't A-team. feeling literally. I wasn't feeling too great about collaborating on stuff like that. And then you know, God had other plans, and now I'm ending the year feeling confident. How did they get here? <laughs> okay, I'm feeling confident, which makes That's it better because that means for 2019, I trust that whatever campaign comes my way, we're gonna execute the you hell can take out of it them. On. Yes. Shout out to 2019 campaign. Shout out to all the 2019 yes. campaigns. I'm ready for you. Yes, Shout out Lord. to Justin Lamar and Antoinette Henry who helped me execute these campaigns that you guys will be seeing soon. Hey, Antoinette. Hey, Antoinette. I love you. (laughs) Justin, you got a cool name. Them last five letters, boy, they really a knockout. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm super, super excited. It was a great weekend. That's good, friend. So, last week, you guys ready to jump in? Oh, yeah. Last week, we had my sweetheart, my boo cakes. Your twin. My twin has... Uh, I'm officially a husband. As... <laughs> <laughs> uh, what'd you call it the other day? A Hoskindaz? A Hoskindaz, because she's so sweet. So sweet. <laughs> she's going to love that. Um, <laughs> I was very, very excited to be, to be able to bring in my friend. This yes. is like not internet-based. This is like my friend, friend, my heart, heart. And she was brilliant. I was happy to have her open up to you guys and share a lot of the concepts and philosophies and just channeling that she's pulled down to the world and been able to put them in writing but also it was nice to hear her voice and see how sweet she is but also she's like a little sword a little firecracker i love that because people don't really get to experience her they only experience her words online so I'm glad she was down. It was an honor and a blessing. So dope. It was bomb. You guys received her so lovely. Like, all the messages. She was even hitting me like, wow, you guys are a machine. Uh She said, like, her numbers jumped. Her emails. She said she was afraid to even open them because it was just like, bing, 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 bing. Emails all day long. All the messages, all the kind comments, sweet words. That's wonderful. Thank you, guys. Because I know that. Uh, sharing things that might be viewed as a little bit woo-woo can be a little tricky sometimes. But I think with us doing this show for three and a half years, what I will say is that our fan base, I think, is comfortable now exploring whether it's music, wellness, woo-woo, TV, Mm -hmm. all the different multidimensional aspects. (laughs) The (laughs) well-well. We're multidimensional. So it's fun that you guys are making room for these different kinds of conversations. You can't box us in. Literally, you can't. You, can, I, yes. you know. And I thought it was great. It's a great conversation. It was, it was amazing. It made me happy because literally, that's what we talk about when we lay on the couch every time. So, I was like, let's put it on wax. Yeah, I just she's like, a shit. I just yeah. like how easeful it was, the conversation. Yeah, like, it's not like she came in and had all these like hard things she needed to talk like about. bullets, yeah. So, it's like no. nobody was listening like, okay, y'all need to start over. Like, right, literally. It just kind of like flowed and she just knew where to take it and you just knew how to hit and really yeah. pull them things out of her. I knew what words would trigger her thoughts. So, it's like energy leaks. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. energy is currency. Boom, boom. These are all concepts that she's shared. So, I just knew where to press. So, I was sitting up here like, oh my God, energy is currency. I've been Spending time, wasting time, Hello. get like doing all that. I, like, I just oh. wanted to know what hole it was leaking out of. Me. <laughs> oh my god! And I'm like, well, where is it coming out of? <laughs> <laughs> Your mouth, <laughs> the shit you damn say. <laughs> out that titty thing. <laughs> that titty thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you guys again. I'm so happy. You know, we didn't receive like any negative comments Ooh, or anything hell no that was scared. so surprising <laughs> Shit. they were scared they were scared like, I ain't fucking up their energy okay <laughs> that was cool that was new that was fresh <laughs> and so I, I'm very appreciative and thank you guys for embracing my friend I will say I have to brag a little bit 
I kind of love the episodes of my friends the most because <laughs> Claude and Chuck Harmony has like yes. those are kind of my top fives. They're awesome people. Okay. Top five, top five, top five. Right. <laughs> so with that being said, the episode was titled Keep That Same Energy, which Dustin so brilliantly came up with. Oh, you guys. It was all Tiana. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. So, of course, you guys had a ton of things to say about the episode. So, who stood out to you, Asante? I want to give a shout-out to Eugene in the emails. Eugene has titled this A High's House Experience. Ooh. Hey, friend zone. So, I was listening to this week's episode and was brought to tears hearing Haas talk about how she got her house. My wife and I had a similar experience when we were moving last year. Our original plan was to buy a house, but after doing preliminary work, we quickly realized we weren't going to be able to afford and maintain buying a house. So I prayed and asked God to lead us to a house in a good neighborhood on a bus line because we only have one car and with renters that won't take any credit into consideration or her income because both were low at the time. No more than a week later, my wife gets a message from an old coworker who knows the family looking for renters. It's a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half baths, in one of the most sought-after areas in Charlotte. Sheesh. <laughs> Long story short, <laughs> woo-woo, well, well. Long story short, we see the house. The family decides to not go through a rental company and handle being landlords themselves. Wow, bro. And gave us an indefinite time to rent with an option to buy that will be backdated to when we first move in. Who are they renting from? Jesus? <laughs> you know? <laughs> the keys, okay? Had I not put my request out there of what I wanted, that virtually seemed impossible and crazy, we would still be in that cramped apartment. So hearing how I say how she directed her energy towards what she wanted gives me hope that I can do it for anything I want slash want to accomplish. Eugene, thank you for that. I needed that boost. Thank you for that. Because Haas, when she was sitting up there talking, it actually made me think to the week before when you were talking about ending the year strong with some campaigns and stuff. I was mm-hmm. really sitting there thinking like, dang, I could use a little something extra too. That's why I went to Philly that next day. Are you kidding me? Because my friend hit me up and was like, I'm doing this project. I need you to come out here and help me. Stop. Like, like he, he pulled a you. He was like, I need you to help me and do whatever. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to help you. I got you. Just tell me what I need to do. And it hit me with a check. And I was like, See? you paid? Last. See? Said, you you spoke it. I did. I, you spoke it. Whatever. <laughs> Look, you were having an energy leak and it leaked over <laughs> here. Because I was like, I can use another something too. Well. Thank you for that. And thank you, Gene. We needed and thank that. You, thank you, Gene. Yeah, right? thank you, Haas. Okay. Yeah, what Asante's talking about is because of the L that I took. It was an expensive L, and I was feeling a little financially depleted. And so I was telling the guys, man, all I need are just two campaigns, okay. just two big campaigns to end the year with so that I don't come into 2019 feeling depleted. That just wasn't the yeah. energy I wanted to step into the new year with. I was like, I want to feel either back at where I was or beyond that, but not depleted. Next thing you know, I get exactly to the point that I'm like, okay, I was too specific. I shouldn't have said two. Okay. <laughs> I should have said let campaigns come my way because I kind of like Maybe. may have minimized how many came. Ooh. It's a little too accurate. But I said two and two came. And I hit the guys like, y'all will never believe Look, this. The money that I, said, I quote I unquote lost I came used right back. Too. You know? <laughs> Let campaigns come my way. This is the, okay. this is dear God or whoever, everybody, actually all y'all. Uh, everybody. This is Dustin. <laughs> Let campaigns come my way. And Thank the you. and the amount that I'm getting paid for both 
it exceeds the loss that I took. Hey. So I'm not only getting replenished, but also have some more to Increase. Spend. Increase. Isn't Look at your neighbor say increase. 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 God okay. is good. Ha, ha. Hey. <laughs> you ain't even got to email or text this to 10 friends. Where attention goes, energy flows, man. You better preach. That was the lesson right yes. there. So remember that, guys. So, okay. Evangelist. Who stood out to you, friend? So Sherry Rouse in the SoundCloud Street said, Woo, child, this episode really resonated with my soul. Let me tell you, when Miriam spoke about loyalty and leaving it behind in order to keep one's mental health intact, I nearly got it from my desk into the praise dance. (laughs) People always wonder why I'm so quick to release negative energy in people. I've been told I drop people too quickly. What they don't understand is anything that's not for my spirit and not for my well-being cannot stay. I must be free of it or my spirit is not settled. Miriam just laid out my whole personality in one fell swoop. Thank you all for having this episode. It was so necessary. No problem, but I can tell from the tone of that comment, she do be dropping people too quick. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't always I just can the I can just tell. It ain't always just don't be fitting with her spirit. She do be, you know, she pulls, she a little trigger happy. Just a little bit. You might want to just eat just a little easier. Sherry, Dustin's talking about I'm you. Just, I'm just Sherry. I hear it. I hear it. I love you, Sherry, but you know, Sherry baby. <laughs> no, you oh, didn't. my goodness. You know, <laughs> what about you? What you find in the Twitter streets? Um, in these streets, first of all, I want to give a shout out to Essence Magazine um, and their Twitter account at Essence, like Atkins. But anyway, <laughs> oh um, my god, they tweeted. Marlin. They tweeted, "Doctor She by Sheree. I am Sheree's friends." <laughs> <laughs> that took me out. Friend, or, or here we you, go. Or do, or do you prefer her being a Didi? <laughs> Why I like this. Fran is laughing. Okay. <laughs> so Essence, who I would love to work with as well, tweeted, Dr. Shibai Sheree. Dustin. At I Am Sheree receives an honorary doctorate. So apparently, you guys. <laughs> yes, you heard me right. <laughs> so apparently, you guys. Sheree with you. <laughs> Not you pushing the mic away from your mouth. <laughs> oh no! We so get apparently, this y'all, Sheree Whitfield uh, received an honorary degree of human letters. Okay, a doctorate of human letters from Trinity International University of Ambassadors in Flowery oh, Branch, Georgia. She says, such an amazing and humbling day today, receiving an honorary doctorate of humane letters with two exclamation points. Now, you just got a doctorate, and your announcement has two exclamation points. Dustin. Anyway, but what I, what I would like to go on to say is that the, the announcement was accompanied by photos of the women on the board who had, like, decided to give Sheree this honorary doctorate, and it all makes perfect sense. Looking at the photos of who all was responsible for this decision, they all watched the Housewives of Atlanta. You can look at all of them and tell they fans of the show. I don't even want to look at probably Sheree fans. No, and that's how she ended up with it because this had to make sense. Now I don't. I just took a personality test this morning. I was like an ENT some J. I'm called a commander. You familiar with that friend? Okay, so that means that I need. 
definite, like, you know, I get to it. And I had to understand how in the fuck <laughs> Sheree Whitfield ended up with an honorary doctorate. If she went to school and earned it, that's bad enough that she still ended up with it. But honorary, oh like, we've chosen you to be bestowed a master of human, human letters. Human letters. What are the letters? I ain't even gonna go through no more tweets this week because I feel like this one I feel like this just like you know but I can I can honestly say I got to the bottom of it y'all I saw the pictures of everybody that was up there giving her the degree they all watch Real Housewives of Atlanta and that's how this happened that's it I was gonna ask what does that look like but I won't even do it because you don't have to you already know don't you you already know so yeah so you ready oh to um, jump into this week's episode? Yeah. Uh-huh. Woo! <laughs> you about to clear Sante's code? You know what? Yes, I almost laughed it all the way. Okay, out. let me give y'all one. Let me give y'all oh one God, more. Let me wait, wait. Let me give y'all one thing. Okay, this is how we'll close yes. it out. Okay, hey, Marie. last week just to take it off <laughs> okay. of it. Okay. I want to give a shout out to Brian Latimer at B-R-I-S-K walk, brisk walk, who tweeted, this is the MTA announcing which trains are delayed. Oh, <laughs> okay, no. So this is New York MTA announcing which trains are delayed. Each and look, each and every line, bitch, you fucked. Is that Sesame Street? Yes, that was the legendary video of Patty Labelle singing the alphabet on Sesame Street, and they said that's the MTA announcing which trains are delayed. I knew you would appreciate that, friend. That is fucking great. Shout out to Brisk Walk, and on that note, let's get down to the business. So it's the end of the year. The business. First of all, how are you guys feeling now that you... It's December, which is I still can't get over it. Right. When you look back at 2018 as a year in its entirety, how do you feel about it? If my year of 12 months was a dozen eggs, Uh I came Uh home in a pack with one of them cracked. Okay. That's my year. So that means it wasn't... A bad one. It wasn't a bad one, but when it was bad, it was destroyed. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I kept it together for the most part, but when it fell apart, it was irreparable damage. So, Damn. Wow. Happy 2018. I love how you're saying it with a smile, though. <laughs> wow. What about you, Asante? Uh, I think I smoked it away. <laughs> Um, no, you know, it, this year really flowed, and I'm thankful for that. It flewed? <laughs> it flew it out. This year, <laughs> it literally just flewed out. Um, no, I'm so happy that I did not deal with a lot of the erratic things that I used, I used to have to deal with, I feel like. And I noticed that even though I was moving a lot, I was able to, like, maintain and control. I didn't, like, lose any of my sanity or anything crazy. So I always prayed for more travel and I never knew what that looked like. So to have traveled so much you got it. and being so successful Shit. at doing it, it was like amazing. Like I missed a flight last week and I was pissed about it, but I was like, you know what? I'm still thankful that I could fly. And even though this is a stupid, a stupid layover, that's more miles and it puts me closer to platinum. So Amen. there were like a lot of like little things that were like lining up. Like you could be annoyed in this moment, but this is helping you this way. Cause I was like, Hmm. I would be somewhere quicker, but I'm going to be annoyed about this when I get there. So at least this puts me off. I go take a smoke break or whatever. 
a lot of good things happened this year. A lot of great things. Gave me more to look forward to for next year. Yay. I love 2018. Mm. I think it's my strongest year yet. Yes. Um, it was another year that I've solely focused on myself, um, which is great because, you know, a lot of it's easy to get distracted by life, period. And this is, what, year two or year three? I don't even remember at this point where I've just been about friend, 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 friend. And it's been great. It's like every year is getting better and better. I will say it makes it tricky because now I'm like, I kind of want to stay being about friend, friend, friend. Because <laughs> it's I mean, been really yeah. nice. Um, but it's just been good. Like I mentioned earlier, a couple of L's. But um, the good thing about me that I love about me is that even my L's, there's always, there's always something great on the other side of it. I won't let it not be. You mm. know, so whether I have to turn it around and be like, okay, how can you make this useful? I will always do that because mm. I don't have time to stew in, like, my mistakes or Shout favorites. out to that. That's an amazing, amazing quality. Not trait, but quality to have. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's that, life that. is always going to be tricky. And I mm-hmm. think if I get stuck in the tricks, then it's like, you're going to be doing that for a long time. I don't want my life to be tricky, Stuart. I want my life to be the dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Oh, damn. <laughs> that's no. terrible. Gonna be like, well, goddamn. Ty, Ty, give me a whip crack sound effect right there, baby. Thank you. Jeez. No, but I'm proud of how I really, I really turned my L's around. You know, you did, friend. Yeah, you took yours from. You did. Uh, you know, in every way, and I think that that's probably I'm learning that that's my gift. And so, yes. 2018 has been great. I'm proud of it. I'm ending stronger than I started it, which is always the goal for me. Um, and then I'm looking forward to what. Next year's in the bring because I feel strong. I feel happy. I feel clear. I'm thankful all the people around me. I feel like with all the beautiful people around me, it just lets me know I'm definitely doing something right. You know, may I just quickly say, I love the fact that I think when you really look at life, like there's always something that happens like on a smaller scale. Like you deal with consequences as a child in school. Like what happens if you fail a test or miss a class or do X, Y, and Z. And then you move into like work. What happens if you short the register or you forget to clock out on a break or you late or don't forget to call out. And then you get older and then you're like, what happens if you have a campaign and some shit falls apart? Like it's like you learning these lessons and it's cool to watch because you're in situations where some people might this is literally going to break them. If they fuck up this, they can't do shit else or they yeah. might give up if they, you know, can do it. Like, it's so cool to watch how you are like, you know what? Some fucked up shit didn't happen. Let me figure out how I'm going to just get to the next point. And then you come out of it and then it's like, not only did you come out of it, but some other cool shit happened with it. So it's like really dope to sit and watch when stuff happens to you because I'm kind of sitting next to you and it's annoying to be like, you're going to be all right. Because it's like, no, motherfucker. it don't feel it do- all right. Like, right now, <laughs> all right not. ain't here. I don't know what all right looks <laughs> like. That's so I can, real. I right can't... now, all right ain't here. So, mm-hmm. so I, I'm like looking at you trying to figure out, I'm not going to say it, but I'm like, I wonder what her all right is going to look like because this one right here, man, some stuff be happening. You know. So it's cool. Like, it sucks to watch you stew. But then it's also, like, really cool to watch what type of stew you end up being once they yeah. throw in the vegetables. And, I, and, and I've stuff. learned to hold space for the stewing because I think that's what people don't like to do. People don't like to be uncomfortable or pissed or fail. Like, I accept it. If I failed at something, I'm like, Fran, guess what? You failed at this right now. And you know how they say the only way out is through? 
So I literally have to Desi get through. Page. Right. Shout out to Desi. <laughs> I have to. That's so funny. Right? <laughs> she always starts singing when she hears this. So I have to. <laughs> Remind me to tell you something about the name Desi in a minute. Okay? Oh, no. I'm afraid to ask. But, the, you know, the only way out of things is getting through it. And the only way through it is to actually sit in it yes. and figure yeah. out what am I feeling? What am I going to do with this? How can I make this useful? Because I don't have time for setbacks. It's been a great year. And I'm, like I said, and you know what? That leveled me up. It leveled me up. Yes. So I think if you can view level ups on the other side of every L, like, what did you learn from this? I've said it on Twitter. Say, instead of why did this happen to me, I say, what did I learn from this? What am I getting from this? What is the lesson? What is it teaching me? That's the game changer. Because saying what is it teaching me leaves room for growth. Right. But saying, why did this happen to me leaves you as a victim, like the world is against you. I don't have time for that. I was just about to say, saying, what did I learn from it? It actually helps you get over that shit quicker, too. Because it automatically puts puts it behind you. In the space of a solution. Yeah. I'm a solution-based person. Always. In every way. That's how you get to the next level. That you got to get to the solution to get to the next level. And sometimes you got to get to the next level to get to the solution. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, you space. know. Now, what is the most challenging? I was use the word challenging because I don't, use, I don't like to use ugly or dark. But what was the most challenging truth you learned about yourself in 2018? <laughs> that when you look, you're like, oosh, not my favorite thing, but it is what it is. I need a minute to think about this one. <laughs> well, mine would have to be that I, everybody knows I hate emotions and stuff like that and feelings. Oh. But y'all know that I have a lot of them. Right. Like, I think y'all like see that both sides of that. <laughs> so, like, earlier this year, I was dealing with, like, relationship shit. And, like, I had some energy leaks. And I was like, <laughs> I can't believe I was that nigga. Like, <laughs> that really, like, that was hard for me to watch. And, and look back on yes, that, right? because for a very long time, I had never been that nigga. So, for that to happen to me, I was like, wait, what? Really? And I was like, I had to, like, really sit and, like, stew with that and say, okay, was I in a situation that was really fucking me up? Or was I in a situation that was really showing me, like, who I am, what I need to work on, and, like, what I really need to be truthful about in certain situations? And I was like, uh. But it took a little while for me to get there because it was really, like, the surface of it seemed so cut and dry of, like, this is some bullshit. Versus it being like, okay, but this is some bullshit you put yourself into. And you want to know how you did that? Like, I was, like, really having to have those conversations with myself and it fucked me up. But for the better. And look at you now. Yeah, and look at me. <laughs> <laughs> My, what a difference a year makes. What a difference a year makes. <laughs> Dustin, has uh, it come to you yet? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm going to do the best I can, mm-hmm. you know, which is really all I can and should Amen. do. Amen. Um, for mm. me, <laughs> I, hey, get your, get your 66 books out, y'all, because we finna go to church. I feel like, you know... When you go through, I hate the phrase, go through things. I feel it's really cliche and into me, I see, it's and I hate though. all that. But when you go through things, because I'm such a, when I go through things, I should say, because I'm such a solution-based person, sometimes I ignore and maneuver beyond the emotional component. And I have learned that you have to recognize it in order to get a true and actual solution. And that poses a challenge for me because it forces me to, face i guess the the ego based um 
the ego-based elements and situations sometimes, it just makes me challenge a lot of things about myself. And so although I hated some of the situations that I found myself in, I'm grateful to I'm grateful that I learned the lessons through those processes. So I guess the hard truth that I had to face for myself is that I am not completely devoid of emotion and that emotion is not a complete waste of my times. Cause I've kind of felt like it was, <laughs> that's just keeping it so real with you. Hope that made sense. Oh, it's so real. Real. <laughs> the now back to truth. Desi. <laughs> no, I'm now just playing. Oh, yeah, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I can't even tell it no way because it would it would make people complicit. So, oh. but it's funny as hell. I'll tell y'all later. off the record. <laughs> um, the hardest truth I learned about myself. Ain't it a hard question to answer? It's a good question though. I yeah. think it's more so like which ones do I want to share? Oh, right. <laughs> um. Hmm. <laughs> I think this year what I was still working on was my perfectionist tendencies. Um, just how I can be so rigid sometimes. And I think I'm seeing it with so much more clarity now. And we had a whole episode about that, about like where perfectionism comes from and what it's really hiding, like the insecurities or uh, feelings of self-worth or your challenges with feelings of self-worth and so i pushed through my procrastination or insecurities by like everything needing to be perfect or i'm not gonna put it out you know and and i still had so much residue around that that i was surprised you know especially like having the tour just the way that like i would uh freak out for shit that now when i look back i'm like girl it's okay like you know it's okay if the caterer came 30 minutes late. It's not okay, actually, but it's it's not the end of the world. Mm. And I think maybe that's what I've, I've had to learn this year. Like, you can acknowledge, you can both acknowledge that something is not okay and also not lose yourself in accepting that. Mm. You know, I'm like... I'm gonna start crying in this bitch. No, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I think Do I get I? so consumed in the not okays and it's like, listen, that's life. Like, Shit is just not going to pan out exactly how you envisioned it. And you have to stay afloat, you know, and and not let yourself sort of like take that on as if it's a reflection of you as a person. And or maybe like people don't respect me, you know, or, or you take it on like it's this bigger meaning. And it's like people just have a lot of shit going on in their heads a lot of times. And you know what? They're not even thinking about you there. half the time. <laughs> they're just not they, even they present. Not, they're not where you like they're not even there. Yeah. And but so, that gets tricky when <laughs> when you put a full effort into everything you do which I know you do, friend. Yeah. And so then you get a feeling of like, well, well, is this person even considering me in this situation? Well, that's, I think, the where the lesson for me has come because there's such a blurry line between how much people are going through that has nothing to do with you. And so when they drop the ball, of course there's an element of disrespect because if you agree to do A and I agree to do B, then at the end of the day, C should have been created right. by our contribution and our agreement. But if you don't do that, then I'm asked out. And that sucks for me. But a lot of times I think I used to take it personal. Like I would take it personal. Like it's like how the person feels about me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably my lesson where it's like actually a lot of things aren't about you. <laughs> like people just either have work ethic issues or they don't feel like they're good enough and so they self-sabotage. A right. lot of people self-sabotage. It's something I learned hardcore this year 
it's a lot of times it's self sabotage before it is that they don't respect you. Right. And unfortunately, it'll make come off as disrespect, <laughs> right. you know. And so, and it is tricky because it either way is disrespect. So, but it's just like a matter of how you're perceiving it, I guess. That's probably my lesson this year and just sort of backing off a little bit. Like, I let myself get pissed, but then it's just like, all right, girl, next. See, Sometimes that- you got to back it up a little bit, too, because I'm going to tell you something I've learned. Mm-hmm. Relationship building is something that can actually start from sex. And so, like, you, <laughs> like... And it's a great. I always think he's about to say. It's a great. It's a great solution. I told you I'm solution based. It's a great solution. Make it a Lil Wayne album. (laughs) Oh my god, not the clicking. So it's a great solution to a lot of problems, and I don't know. They say that you're not supposed to solve your problems through like people you date and stuff, but dating can be a healthy escape sometimes. And so I embraced that this year. Meet people, make connections, you know what I'm saying? And you never know what kind of relationships can blossom and bloom from those engagements. Don't be afraid to go home after the club. That's what I got from what you just said, friend. (laughs) From what I just said, okay? (laughs) (laughs) But the final, the bottom line of of my lesson is is that (laughs) don't take everything personal. I think that was... My biggest declaration this year, friend, don't not everything is a statement about you. Don't yes. take everything so personal. The only thing I have to rework is how I react to the things that happen as opposed to like s- focusing on that person and what they did. It's like, girl, it's OK. Move forward. I've seen you react very I'm not trying to refute what you're saying about yourself, mm-hmm. clearly, but I've seen you be in some situations and exhibit grace and exhibit you you reacted in ways that were exemplary so i think you're being a little bit hard on yourself because i've seen you go (laughs) through shit that 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 is that most people would have reacted very differently to and you didn't well okay it's not when i say react i don't mean literal like to the person i mean when i go home and it's me Your and me. Thoughts. Right. Yeah, how I treat myself and how I react to myself. That's what I mean. I don't usually trip with people. Like, I know how to kind of keep that clear. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the relationship with yourself is usually the most complicated. That's something I had to connect a lot. Cause, and I feel like I disconnected back when I was working in the restaurant. I'm so congested. This no. sucks. I'm sorry. Excuse me. No. Um, <laughs> it just, I don't know what it is. Um, when I used to work at the restaurant, there used to be, like, shit that happened. I was like, damn. I'm at home. I'm not doing this shit at all anymore, and I've taken this home with me. Like, the restaurant is closed yeah, down, like, and I'm still mad about some shit a table done said to me or a nigga that lied about doing his side work that made me stay 30 minutes later. Like, I was like, I could be taking this shit home, or when I go back to work the next day, I could have these charts filled out and make sure that nobody's going anywhere until I sign up. Like, I could just keep doubling up every time I feel like some shit's happening to me because that nigga lied about his side work so he can go get some ass <laughs> or some shit. Right. This other person's mad at me about some shit going on with their rent and their roommate. And all of these things are actually none of my business. So, like, let me figure out how to, like, cover myself and, like, be cool about it versus me coming in the next day and being like, y'all motherfuckers had the wrong one yesterday. <laughs> right. And, like, that, those are things I had to, like, learn in the restaurant because I used to just get all the way away. I used to be like, I'm going to go to this fucking job where these people are going to do this dumb shit and I'm going to just have to deal with it and just be over it. Right. As opposed and to. And coming in already over it. Yeah. And then carrying that day after day after day. And, and so, like, like, I've changed mm-hmm. because of all of the shit that they've gone through. And then people used to be like, you don't have to carry that. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. It's like, I'm but I can't put it down. And no so, wonder the stakes used to 
to look because I'm just gonna keep it oh real. My I went to that restaurant Asante used to work at, and one time I had a steak. It came out, and I swear to God, when I went to cut the steak, it sighed. Okay. And I wonder why this. I'm like, this steak didn't been through something on the back of the <laughs> kitchen. It was a lot going on in that wow. restaurant. For it to only be three letters, it was so a lot of shit going on. <laughs> oh my Go ahead. Okay, what was? What, I can't with the steak sign. What like? What would you say was the most pleasantly surprising lesson that you were like, damn, I'm fucking amazing this year. That really gassed you. <laughs> this you didn't gas me, but I will say this. <laughs> I will say this. Um, adding to our, pre- our previous um, notes on manifestation, you all know that when we left Essence this year, I said, hey, I want to work with XYZ. I you named did. a few brands, and we ended up doing that. Bonkers. Okay. <laughs> we, we did it. We got it done. <laughs> no, so, didn't. like, so, but that for that to happen, that was something that I really, truly wanted, and you both know that. Absolutely. Hell, our engineer knows it, too. Right. I wanted that. And so to see that, that happen, that was so motivational for me. Um, it made me uh, that much more driven, or I should, even more so driven, I should say. Um, and it just, it, it really opened up a whole new scope of, like, possibilities for me. An awareness of your yeah, power. I, that, the power that, of the word, man. That right there, because I really, truly wanted that. And I was very upfront about that with yeah. you guys. Mm-hmm. So to see it, and, I, and it was something that I even had originally envisioned as a Dustin thing. So the fact that I was able to share it with y'all, and, like, that was just... That was great. Yeah. Didn't even know it was going to be, didn't even know it was even going to happen. And look what happened. So that is the moment for me that I actually felt like Nivea and complicated when she said, (laughs) one day you're standing in the middle of the road and you don't know where you're going. All of a sudden, your whole life changed and life finally gives you something back. Nivea. Oh my God. Asante, you trying to dodge, but you can't. Ask me the question one more time. What was the most pleasant surprise <laughs> that you learned about Asante Smith in 2018 that low-key gas, high-key gassed you because you're like, I'm fucking great? I had a conversation. So <laughs> I had, I've had several conversations with my best friend, um... <laughs> That's why I started laughing. Anton, like, over, Hi, Anton. Hey, Anton. like through the years, she's always like been kind of the one to like guide me. And I haven't had like a large dose of her at all this year. Like oh, we true. probably spoke like once or twice, like earlier this year. So in March, I don't even remember what we were talking about for my birthday, but it made me remember a conversation that she and I had two or three years before and how she reminded me like you like tying back to like highs, like you do things and you don't even realize the power you have when you do them. Amen. And she was reminding me, like, when you said you wanted to move to New York, like, you did that. Like, you didn't just, like, say that and people roll their eyes. Like, people kind of watched you wide-eyed and maybe it was all that hope that, like, got you there. But we watched you do it and we're so happy that you did that. I was like, damn, she right. Because I moved here. I could have just been, damn. I could have been off of my ass. (laughs) I mean, I just hate it. It keeps happening to me. Like, New York could have whipped my ass and sent me back years ago. But... Every time I go back to Atlanta, I bump into somebody, like anybody. Like, most recently, 
a girl who used to go to the Apple store I used to work at and take pictures and videos on the computers like the girl that just went viral. <laughs> I was going to say, you know the girl, Lachey. <laughs> I know Lachey Hinton. Look, I know the original <laughs> versions because people do that. Like, that used to be like a all-time occurrence. Yes. That is so I used to be funny. minding my business just up at the front and people used to come in on the computers, open up the damn eyesight. And dance? And, and be dancing, taking pictures with their friends, like That's filming cute, video diaries. Though, You're on YouTube. You've never seen people that used to do YouTube <laughs> channels in the Apple store? No. People used to film their YouTube channels in the Apple store. Like, they would Fucking do a whole... Genius. For real. So anyway, a uh, girl used to come in the Apple store. I went to another Apple store visiting with my mom because she wanted my, my, my cell phone. My mom, we're walking in and the girl's like, oh my God, that's Asante. And at first I was like, oh damn, I'm with my mom. Don't do this. But it was actually the girl that used to come to the Apple store taking pictures of the computer. <laughs> the girl or a different girl? A different a, one. The girl that I knew that used to come to my Apple store. Not the one that's viral. Not the one that was viral. Oh, Okay, so you're talking about two different things. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I thought you knew the girl, the Apple girl. No. We know that that's what you thought, but that's not what happened. Okay. All so right. to keep it in context. The Apple girl. So this particular girl went from doing these videos at my damn job to working there and being like super useful because she's helped me with my shit and I don't know this shit no more. Like we in different positions now. But she was like, you know, I know this is going to sound strange, but I am just so proud of you. You Aww. moved up to New York. Because she used to come in the Apple store and see me and, you know, she was younger. So they was probably like clowning and shit. But now she's looking at me like, nigga, you made it. And I'm like looking at her like, bitch, you made it. <laughs> now you in here flipping the uh, flipping the product and shit. So I was just like, damn, I really like do have this power of this manifestation and this skill. And I thought back, back when I, I thought about back when I worked at CPK and uh, the dude from the label worked there. And he asked me to come in for a meeting and hired me for an internship on the spot. Like I remember working at CPK and being like, all right, this is cool, but... I need something to go with this, like something industry. like. To, and then he like came in like a day or two after that. And like I remember thinking about all these crazy things that like just continue to happen. That's why like I used to always bump into Dawn and she used to always see me and pick me out of places because she's like, I love Dawn. I'm going to go here and just see her, this bitch perform. And I used to be yelling and sometimes she would look out in the audience and sometimes she would see me or she would see me after a show and treat me like I was the family. Then the family's like being cool to me, like little cool stuff like that was all stuff I was like pulling in with this energy and doing. Amen. And everybody was like, they always tell me this stuff and I don't know what it is but it always gets blurred for me somewhere down the line and this year in March for my birthday I was reminded again and given a boost right before I traveled this entire year and now that I see what I look like traveling all the time I can start to be like okay so now that I can be on the road a lot like I should start building these different networks in all these different cities so like I can really just have my pick of the litter at life like for real for real so just to know that I have this like little power to do literally Whatever I Whatever want. you want. It's However insane. you want. Exactly. From what about you, friend? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the way you I've been waiting every mic. time. I'm like, as soon as it's her turn, I'm going to go, do it, do it, do it, go! <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited at my ability to balance. I, balance. I am... Um, like Haas says, she's a professional relaxer. I think I've mastered the art of relaxation. I know how to. I know how to self care. You know, like I know exactly what Fran needs to decompress. I know what I need to regenerate. I know after like each travel week, I know what my body needs so that I can start the next week strong and on my shit. I know when I need to sleep. I know when I need to eat. Like I think I'm just very mindful of my vessel, if that makes sense. And, and eucalyptus in your bag. Can you just rub it on my <laughs> Right. <laughs> I'm having to regenerate you. Um, I know what to do to make sure that Fran is performing at like optimum. You know, like I just I know it, and I'm proud of that because it took a long time to learn it. 
Um, but then my fear, once I mastered relaxation, is like, okay, but do you know how to cultivate the million and billion dollar energy, though? Because to have a million dollar, billion dollar, big, big, larger than life life, you have to have the energy to sustain it. Yes. To keep it going, you know, on top of like being a good friend, on top of being good to yourself, on top of like just everyday life. And how can you sustain all of that? And I was kind of nervous because I'm like, I'm so laid back that sometimes it can actually work against me because I put myself first first now at this point where if a campaign asks too much of me, I'm quick to be like, I don't want to do all that. (laughs) I just don't. I don't want to be that busy. And I know that sounds crazy, but that's how much I prioritize me. And so what this year taught me, I think I needed to get to that point where it was almost like I was being a hard rock about it because it comes to a point where you have to learn that you are your most valuable aspect. You know, that I think was 2017 and then 2018 was like, okay, now that you know that you're amazing and you're taking care of yourself, how do you do that? But also amplify your gifts and your talents and put yourself out there and be busy. Yes. You know, because you can't just be at home. Uh, with bath bombs and my plants just like beautiful like a Venus goddess it's like that's great but you have things to create you have things that kind of what Haas was saying where our friendship was so great because like I thought it was so sweet when she was saying we're like heaven and earth Yes, because she's like this little ethereal kind of fairy and then I'm more grounded and here on earth so while she's up there playing I'm the one that's like come on down we got work to do (laughs) you're plant based right I'm plant based So while she's up there playing with the angels, I pull her back down and I'm like, what are we going to create with what you got Mm. up there? You know, and I'm the one that knows how to materialize and be like, all right, boom, boom, boom. This is what we need to make it real. And so we're kind of like the perfect yin and yang. Like, it's just great energy. And so I had to learn to do that with myself, though, before I could do that with anyone else. And I had to learn, like, how do you take your gifts but also make them real? You know, how do you make them real and how do you sustain them? And so when I saw my tour schedules with the friend zone and the wellness tour and the campaigns and everything, I was like, how am I going to do this? I remember having like a mini panic attack at the top of the year. Like, I think you chewed off way more, way more than you can handle. And I remember thinking, you like taking naps. You like relaxing. You like being by yourself. How are you going to be in a different city every weekend? And he was like, I'm going to sleep on that. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? It pushed me to my edge. Literally, that's what this year did. It tested my edge. How far can your energy push you? Like, how far are you willing to go? And I was exhausted. But it just taught me the level of busy that I'm willing to be at. And I was proud of myself that I, like, pushed myself. Because I was always gone from home. I'm like... I miss my plants, you know. <laughs> I miss my my diffuser. <laughs> I miss just being able to wake up and kind of like start my day with ease. Instead, we were like at this airport, at that airport, this mm-hmm. city, that city, this stage, meet and greet, da da da, photo shoots. And I never thought that that would be my life, but I figured out how to do it. Because now I'm not even exhausted, and we have like so much going on still. December like doesn't slow down at all, at and I all. feel ready. <laughs> I feel good. I feel like I'm like, I can do it. I can do it. I've mastered the art of having a gift, but also taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what I Mm. 
A lot of people don't know how to take care of themselves when they have a gift because it becomes all about the gift. Right. But I know how to be about me and the gift. And that, I think, was my greatest discovery of 2018. I love it. Okay, here's a question. Are you happy with the people around you? How did I know you were going to ask that? <laughs> and how when I we just... discussed energy leaks last week, yes. a lot of it is, you know, the dynamics that you allow yourself to be a part of and how those shift your energy throughout the day. Are you happy with the people that you're around? Currently, yes. You Absolutely, are? Absolutely, yep. And um, I do evaluations every so often. Everybody Real. gets a year in review around here. <laughs> I definitely believe in the performance review. Um, so, <laughs> you know, it. that's just a part of my package. So, yes, <laughs> I am very happy with the people around me. And I also, at this point in my life, I finally rid myself of the guilt of doing things just because I feel like I'm supposed to, even if, when it comes down to, like, how I spend my time. So I don't feel obligated on, like, certain days of the year to be a certain place. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just free of all of that. And it's a little unconventional, but it's what works for me. Um, and I know that now. And I feel so much better. And I don't know. I just feel so much more capable to pour my entire self into where I am if I don't feel the guilt of not being somewhere else. So I really had to reconcile that internally. And I have. So that's it. Amen. A song take. I'm going to say yes, but for very fucked up reasons. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Because I used to be very, like, needy as a friend. And my friends ain't really like that. Like, everybody is super, like, independent. Like, In we their got. Own world. Yeah. And, like, I had to learn some hard shit through that. Cause even with Crystal, like, she's kind of like, mm, I don't wanna do that. Like, she's real, like, I'm not doing that to me. And I'm like, okay, fine. Like, and people don't like doing that to me. So, like, that taught me, like, okay, well, clearly, like, there's some shit that I need to learn to be doing differently. And people, like, the people around me actually care to, like, not put me through some shit or try to put me through some shit. And I like the fact that everyone, is not really trying to, like, be too much into your shit. Right. Because I feel like I was one of those friends where I feel like a lot of people always wanted to do stuff. Like, in Atlanta, there's just nothing to do but eat, I feel like. So, you know, people always like, call everybody up. Let's go eat. Let's call everybody. Let's go drink. So, like, but here it's, like, it's New York, so it's, like, let's party or it's too cold to be doing shit or let's do this because we're about to get some money or I ain't doing shit because, you know, I got shit to do next week. Like, everybody's really about their shit versus being caught up in other shit. Right. So, like, I'm super satisfied because I think about all the shit that I could be doing, all the time I could be wasting, and how I don't have to be doing that. Amen. And that's why I said it's kind of a fucked up answer. <laughs> no, not at all. It seems selfish. <laughs> I love everyone around me. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy. I really am. I, I think I have such great friends. They're fun. Everyone's funny. Everyone <laughs> has something they're working on that they're passionate about. The coolest part is that we intersect in different ways, but we also don't. And so you can be a genuine fan of each other, you know? Because yeah. it's like y'all are doing stuff that I'm like, oh, my God, improv. I would pee on myself. Like, and I look at y'all and I'm like, how do y'all do this? You know, some of you are actresses. And then there's music and Asante creating his new platform with the I want to be. What is it? I want to be a rapper. If I were a rapper. If I were a rapper. And where that's going. <laughs> and where that's going in 2019 and like all the different aspects of it. 
It's just fun. I see Claude and Chuck on the road Man. with the Shandellas creating girl groups and Amazing. just how much their weirdo workshop has evolved. <laughs> Everyone's shows, Cheska, Fury, Man. Maya's, like all the different shows that are coming up next week. Next week, you hear me? Next year. So it's just Maybe been next fun. week too, I know, shit. Right? <laughs> Who knows? Slip up. <laughs> but it's just been exciting and I'm, I love... I love seeing that everyone just has great things going on because it does affect people's energies, you know, when they can um, execute their vision, whether or not they can. Everyone can. It's just a matter of who's going to actually step up to the plate and do it. And so I happen to be surrounded by people who are all stepping up to the plate and doing it. And that's bugged out because every time we talk, there's an air of excitement in every conversation. And that's a good feeling. You know how Haz was saying um, the tuning forks when they're vibrating it makes the other one vibrate so I feel like I'm just always vibrating because yeah. <laughs> everybody's just on a high off their own supply the don't join the band <laughs> vibrate and then my last question yes 2019 what does that look like more money more money more <laughs> I'm trying to get my place amen like I'm one of those people that I love to save money <laughs> So, like, the fact that I'm at a place where I have a little bit of money mm-hmm. and I'm breaking, I've wanted to spend money because I, you know, I don't want to be one of those people that's Who like, I ain't never had money, so I'm keeping it all. But I'm going to be Right, you don't want to hoard, but. I don't want to hoard, but I definitely want to keep as much money in the bank as possible. But I have to get my own, I have to solidify, like, that I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> and the place that I want to get and that I'm going to get is going to be my spot. Like, I'm not going to just get, like, a. Uh, in between spot until I get another spot. Like, my next place is going to be it. You said it here first. That's right. And then when it happens next year, we're going to play this back. I want it to happen just like Haas, too. I've been, look, I want it to happen just like Haas. I've been writing stuff down. I was sketching, like, little stuff, looking in magazines. I was like, so when this spot comes, it can just be coming together and just piecing up. And I can be like, damn, I got my place. And I'm so glad you're saying that, actually, because... One, I guess this, this could be like a mini wellness segment. Is it's called creative visualization, mm-hmm. where um, they're saying, "What was it? I wish I remember the article that Haas pulled it from." Where she was saying that it was a science study that said the brain doesn't know the difference between real and imagined. Isn't that fantastic? Your brain it literally doesn't know. So if you sit at home and pretend and close your eyes that you are in the apartment of your dreams and you start stepping into what that feels like in your body. You know how she was saying how she was excited when she saw the house and was like, I don't want to live anywhere else. Like, that's my house. And nothing else was giving her that feeling. But if you were to actually sit in your house now, close your eyes and envision how much bigger or what room would be here instead and, like, start kind of designing it, almost like a VR experience in a way. I'm just talking to the gamers. Create a, a VR experience of what your house would look like. And then your body is going to kind of start stepping into that. Yes. And your brain doesn't know that you're imagining this. And before you know it, it'll come true. And that's how, that's what I call the miracle realm where I'm like, yo, once you start stepping into what it feels like, your body sends that out. It like, it sends it out. Look at Dustin. I was trying to see him. He's sitting here with his eyes <laughs> He's been a VR. He's for in a the minute. VR right now. Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you what I was envisioning. Mm-hmm. I was envisioning that we were on the set of a talk show on TV. Okay. As we were having this conversation, because that's what I want. Vibrate, so shout out, vibrate, buzz, buzz, buzz. shout out to twenty nineteen. Shout out to twenty nineteen. Circle. 
<laughs> yeah, but I want to be a circle. <laughs> so I'll go be a guest on Sister Circle, of course. Oh, a new version of Teen Summit. Uh, yeah, I just, it's time for us yeah, to. so yeah. cute. I see a Friends on television show. Wouldn't that be nice? That would be awesome. That would be dope. Really cool. And we're so. all really adorable, so it would be camera friendly. It'd be so cute. I think it would be a good one, you guys. So right. that's what I was envisioning. So let me close my eyes. Go on, go on, go on. Go on. <laughs> But that's what people need to do more of. Step into what it is that you want to have. I know for a lot of us, we don't see it. And so we think it's not possible, especially if you come from a background where you didn't have a lot of resources or a lot Mm -hmm. of access. Mm -hmm. But look at us. I didn't see any of this as being possible. And I'm creating it as I go because what the fuck is a social media personality or whatever we are? Like, that's still unheard of. My lawyers and accountants still don't know half the time. How to like file us in different ways mm-hmm. yeah you know so it's a, a growing industry that we're figuring out and so there's a lot of creative visualization that happens with every next level because i literally have to close my eyes and say well it doesn't exist but what does it look like to you because you're going to be the one to make it real and then the beauty of it is we're making it real for people watching us so they kind of can pass by us with a little more ease and also keeping it real <laughs> That too. <laughs> In the VR. <laughs> but yes, I'm very I'm very excited. In 2019. Me too. I see a lot of fun. Me too. I don't know why. I feel like it's going to be, we're going to be busy because we're always busy and that's a blessing. But I see a lot of laughter. I don't know. I feel, I feel like I've gotten, someone said to me, they were like, you've gotten so much sillier. And I was like, actually, it's not even that I'm sillier. You're just more open. I think I I have um, less weighing me down. Mm. So there's more of my personality coming out. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like when you're so worried about certain things, your mind doesn't even have room to be. And I think I have room to be. So this is actually what it is without life being on, you know, without that crystal stare. I'm trying to. I want more campaigns in 2019. Yeah, more brand partnerships in 2019. What kind though? Make them like specific. Oh, you want me to name names? Because I name, will name names, name kinds. I of want. Campaigns. I want. I want Colgate, so I can have a Colgate oh, smile. Oh, I would love that. Um, I would love yes. to do something with Disney and different hotels where I travel. Um, and to go to like amusement parks and theme parks, mm. I would love to do or something with theme parks, Six Flags, Cedar Fair, something like that. Um, I would love to be on television as an actor full time. That's my passion. Television, how like a sitcom hosting? Sitcom, both. I, um, in true duality of of me not being able to make my mind up until it comes to one thing. <laughs> but anyway, um, I want to act. And I also want to be a host. If I can really, like, dream a dream, I would love to um, work on either Good Morning America or Today, um, as well as have a full-time acting career. Um, and I also would love to be, like, the first black host of The Price is Right. I would love to host, like, oh. a classic game show. Um, That's so cute. That would be so much fun. <laughs> um, yep. And actually, I would also like to work with the Barbie brand. Isn't that weird? I don't know what I would That's do with Barbie, what but would I would you love do with to. Barbie? I don't know. I would love to, like, maybe... I don't know. Maybe host. I don't know. Maybe run there. I don't know. I just. I would love to do a collab with Barbie in some way. I feel like it would be hmm. dope to be like the guy in the suit and then work with Barbie. I think it would be Trying cute. Trying to figure that out might be the <laughs> Anyway, <fun>. yeah. <laughs> Asante, what's 2019 feel like? You Besides know, the whole shit. Well, <laughs> the whole shit's just kind of an effect of all the other stuff. So I just have to be more careful with my whole shit as the other stuff comes. Um, 
But with that said, I want to be in front of the camera a little bit more. Hey. Like, I've always been behind it. TV? The, TV, yes. But I, I want... Okay, so this is going to be the randomest arc ever. You're going to be like, what? So I want to start with, like, an urban modeling campaign. Like, I want to do what? those, like... Like I would Fat love Farm? Fat, if Fat Farm wants to resurge, Boo Boo, all of them. I love that ghetto shit. But, like, <laughs> I would love to do, like, Supreme and all that streetwear. Yes. Oh, and, like, shit. start Hell doing... Yeah. And, like... <laughs> this is gonna sound so random, but I love how uh, all the female rappers have to do like over the top shit the, the way that they do it. So I would love to do like male ur- urban couture type shit. Like imagine if I was wearing like an oversized ass bubble coat, like bringing back stuff like Buster Rhymes style, mm, like the way he used to style shit like, like that. Like more animated fashion. Hell yeah, bring the fun back. But uh, would you do Fashion Nova men's campaign? Yes. Hey. I absolutely would. If they Fashion did, Nova, you listening? I need to find somebody that does like you know dope jeans for somebody for some people. Like oversized shit like that, like really cool Echo Unlimited type shit. Bring all that shit back just to have fun. Jabot. Jabot. Yes. That'd be cute. I love it. And also, Gore-Tex. And see, also, I would love a travel campaign. I would love to go to different cities and do like different events, such as I want to do Weed Fest. I want to do more of those next year. Oh, yes. I want to do the (laughs) Cannabis Cup. Yes. The Cannabis Cup. Yes. High times. You don't know about that? No. Like the World Cup of Cannabis? Yes, yes. It's, it's a whole, yes. it's a whole. Shout out to Shy Santiago. It's a big thing. Wow. <laughs> yes, and, and there's like different types of fests, different fests too. So there's the Cannabis Cup. There is the, <laughs> I'm sorry, you're just staring at me. I, I, you <laughs> caught me all the way off guard. Ben Hamid, how are Everybody you? give it up to DJ Ben Hamid. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I thought hey. I was going to curse somebody out. That's why I stopped, but I don't have to. So I said hello to you. I didn't want to just be staring at you like that. <laughs> Um, yes, I want to do all the different cups. I want to travel. I want to be able to have to do like really, really cool stuff, like photography stuff at uh, gaming conventions. I want to do more cosplaying next year. Mm. I want to be in one of those videos where the people do the... Uh, there's always these videos, right? I'm so glad you walked in. There's always these videos of these people wearing costumes and being characters, and then they like jigging, and then it just <laughs> keeps getting like real intense, and then like there's these random fight scenes. I'm going to show you when after this is done. <laughs> But I want to do some of that. I want to dress up as different characters and, like, look really cool on Instagram. I think that's going to be dope. An addendum, if I may. Yeah. I just want to add um, <laughs> that I want to do a music video. Oh, yes. like the lead? Yeah, I want to be somebody's, like, the male lead oh, in a music video. And that's another, like, You know dream. what? That might already yeah. happen for you. <laughs> yeah, I really want to do that. That so. might happen for you a few times next year, actually. <laughs> I really want to do that. I love that. So shout out to that. That is so cute. Yes. I want to do more um, wellness campaigns that are travel-based. Yes. Where, like, let's say a sanctuary in Bali will pay me to, like, lay in a tub of rose petals and herbs and show. You know what I mean? Where, like, I integrate my wellness with the travel more and I want my campaigns to feel like that. I love that. Can you imagine being flown out to relax? Yes. And show people how to relax around the world? Yes. That, to me, sounds like That's a television show. Ain't it? Yeah. And literally, I'll be... It's like self-care on a trillion while I get to also explore different beautiful places and meet awesome people. With your personal style. With and my touch. personal style. I'm a genius. It wouldn't it be so fun. So hey, that's beautiful one. It's me, Fran, and welcome to another episode of Fran on the Go. Right. This week we're in India. Uh, I'm riding camels later. Right. Learning how to <laughs> wet in our teeth naturally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just want to do that. I want to explore wellness around the world. Yes. And I think, and y'all heard it here first. So if someone does a show, y'all, you know, cut me a check. Okay. But I would love for that to be campaigns. But obviously, that would be. Remember, we've talked about that. 
that that would be like my dream show kind of like the, the wellness world. version of anthony bourdain yes wellness around the world wellness around the world well 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 <laughs> well, well around the world you know it'd be so cute i think i'd be the perfect person for it and i also think it'd be exciting to see what people around the world do to take care of themselves because a lot of it is you know handed down from like their ancestors so it might be things that we would never think of i told y'all the woman that put me on to oil cleansing was a woman from senegal who i saw and her skin was so stunning in real life i was like I, i've never seen someone with skin like yours and she started laughing she was like girl you just need almond oil like <laughs> just that simple she changed my whole life well, i haven't had somebody, skin problems since i've seen somebody do a pedicure with a corn on the cob <laughs> what i'm just playing <laughs> It's your fault. You be encouraging him, Chris, by laughing. <laughs> oh my god! And that's it. So, <laughs> see, see. <laughs> so bring in the wind chimes. That's a good time to do it. <laughs> I would love for you guys to answer these questions. Oh shit! That's simply that's no no. Now I'm gonna have more questions for y'all. I'm saying he got nervous. He saw him. Oh, shit. He was on. like, oh god, now wellness questions. <laughs> No, those listening, I want you to do that audit for yourself. What was the most challenging truth you learned about yourself? What was the most pleasant surprise you learned about yourself? Are you happy with the people you're surrounded by and the dynamics that you guys share when you keep in mind the possibility of energy leaks and the energy in your currency that you need for the dreams you're trying to accomplish? And lastly, what does 2019 feel like for you already? Step into it. Close your eyes. Visualize it. Every aspect of it from who you're dating, who you're hanging out with. (laughs) 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 Step into it now. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Step into it. What does 2019 look like? Start creating it. Start creating it with your thoughts and your energy. Let it arrive there first so that it can start fleshing it out and you can step into it supreme just keeps showing up in my life supreme yes. i like that supreme is supreme fly. is fly a little too hype beast for me sometimes yes well the, but and that's there the thing. are aspects of it that are fresh i didn't see it for supreme for a very long time because it was so hype beast but like a lot of the collections have like little pieces that are like that fresh are you know what you remind me. me i want more sneaker collabs yes i got dope sneaker yes. game right you, uh, i wouldn't yes. call myself a sneaker head because i don't know like the history you know like people could break down like what year this came out and what color Way to the, I'm not I'm probably can't be like on complex shit. yeah but yeah. I like flat shit the eye. I think I have an eye for dope shit yeah. and I would love more sneaker collabs I, I would well, love a Nike thank you. Hey Fran Hey sneaker I'm coming to the store for that and let me design it I'm coming to the store it's gonna for gonna have that. plants it's gonna be different shades of green yes <laughs> and if they let you do like men's lifestyle or oh, men's men's yeah, active yeah, wear yeah. you better can be in a lifestyle shoe cause let I've been wanting to work with Nike since and when you design one. you better have you better do men's Some stuff bohemian too bohemian Nike tech suit yes. I'm in it with I, like you know earth been, tones and yes. different fabrics and textures and oh can you do the the basketball too? But like in that mesh, Nike, like the, Nike, even on. like a workout collection. Yes. Nike, where we at? Yeah, a I workout Lulu wellness Lemons. collection. Nike wellness. Nike wellness. Nike yeah. wellness. With hey, friend. Hey, I'm oh, sick. Wow. 2019. There's so much to do. Yes. So much to create, and that's it. Support for this episode comes from Body Boss. Squeezing in time for your family, work, and hitting the gym feels impossible sometimes. Something's got to give, and it's probably the gym, but Body Boss can definitely help. 
unlock your strongest body with a great 12-week body boss workout program. Do it at home in just 24 minutes a day, three days a week. That's less than 90 minutes a week with no equipment and no subscription needed. So thanks to the boss effect or excess post-exercise oxygen consumption, you burn fat long after your workout. Plus, with Caring Pro coaches and a free Facebook group of supportive, kick-ass women, you're never alone. So try Body Boss with this special offer just for our listeners and get 25% off the fitness guide at bodyboss.com slash friendzone. Order now and get free shipping and a money-back guarantee. This is their best deal ever, you guys. Get Body Boss for 25% off at bodyboss.com slash friendzone. 12 weeks from now, you'll thank yourself for starting today. That's bodyboss.com slash friendzone. This episode of The Friend Zone is also brought to you by Care-of. Care-of is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. Just Take Care-of's fun online quiz, which asks you about your diet, health goals, and lifestyle choices, and find out in minutes what vitamins and supplements you specifically need. Then, your vitamins will get delivered right to your door in personalized, easy-to-remember daily packs. Perfect for a busy, on-the-go lifestyle. Vegan and vegetarian supplement options are available to match your dietary needs, and your monthly subscription box can be easily modified at any time. I have not had the chance to use this service as of yet, but I am one of those people that needs something simple and quick and easy. So the fact that you get these little packs of these vitamins and it's easy, I can just pop them in, pop them in my backpack, and I travel, I'm on the road. I don't got to pour them out the little big bottles and stuff. I might get this. For 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit TakeCareOf.com and enter code FRIENDZONE. That's TakeCareOf.com and enter FRIENDZONE for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. Now we're going to jump into Mr. Music Man. Well, you know, I want to go back and revisit the conversation about the Soul Cipher. Um, mm-hmm. Only because we didn't really talk about any of the award show stuff anyway. So this is kind of like an icebreaker. Mm-hmm. If you could add any two artists to the Soul Cipher and remove any one... Who would they be? Add to remove one? Yes. <laughs> now I'm going to start. This feels like trouble. <laughs> First, let me see who all was in the soul cipher. Okay, so it was it BJ. It was BJ, Queen Nigel, right. Luke James, and Kelly Price. It was. It seemed like it was more people. Well, Erica, Erica was well, DJing. Erica was yeah. DJing. And then they had Robert Glasper playing. And, and Thundercat. then Thundercat was playing. Yeah, so maybe that's why. I was like, it was more niggas than that. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, you didn't. It's like, I see all these names around Yeah, here. and I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> okay, well, hey, um, Luke James and Queen Naja can go. And that's no, that's not me being rude. I like both of them or whatever, but they can go. And who would I add to the soul cipher? Who would I want to see freestyle? So you only needed to remove one, but it's okay that you I thought two two. could go. I was was saying one can go and you could add two. Oh, okay. Well, then we'll remove Luke James. Okay. We're going to leave Queen Naja on the strength just because Lil Mo was wrong and we're going to leave her alone. So Queen Naja can stay. I would add Fantasia. Yes. Um... And ooh, she one did it more. One year, Who I else think? could I do? Who else could I add? Keisha Cole. Yes. Keisha Cole, flat yes. out. Keisha Cole would murk that uh, freestyling like that, and then she would feed off of Kelly and Fantasia. I think that would be great. I'm yes. good. I like that. I would have brought back. 
I would have done a theme of the Neo Soul era. Oh, yes. So I would have brought Amel LaRue out, mm-hmm. D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. Erica was already up there DJing. Mm-hmm. Jill Scott, especially after, you know, she's back in the headlines. Right. <laughs> so that would have been headlines. good time. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Microphone checker. <laughs> um, oh, who you said take out one? Yeah. <laughs> who you you don't have a friend. You don't have to take nobody out. <laughs> Y'all know I just I hate stuff do you like, like that. that. You ain't got to do that. I mean, who you getting rid of? I, you know what? I'm going to get rid of all of them except for Kelly Price. That's real. Kelly can stay. And then bring my Neo Soul folks out and do a Neo Soul cypher. That would have been, first of all, that would have been cool as fuck. Because sure where is Amel LaRue? D'Angelo, where are you? We need you back. Okay. Well, I'm going to steal your idea. And mm-hmm. I'm going to do like a like a 90s R- O to R&B soul cypher. Sweet. So I'm going to have Monica. So Kelly stays. Yeah, Kelly can stay. Mm-hmm. I, actually, I'm going to have Monica and Brandy come out to play. Oh, yes. Oh, Jesus. And, just to have like a little <laughs> set for them too. Like, like what Luke James was trying to do with Kelly. <laughs> I want to see Monica and Brandy hit them with it right quick. And Kelly will break that fight up. <laughs> yes, yes. And then Kelly can add to the fire too, and you know what? Because she was showing out that week to Faith Evans. Oh, baby, yes. So it could really be like bitches like teaming up and like doubling down on hoes. Like, and you know what? As a cipher, as a bonus for the cipher, I I would even like to add artists that were in a girl group, but just one of them, Coco. So, so you can add Coco. Give me who who from Escape would you add? Just one of them. Ooh, Tamika. And who from Tamika Scott? And who from In Vogue with you? Uh... Nobody. <laughs> Dawn. Nobody. She she would ruin it. She break up everything. She be a part of. Dawn. Oh nah. <laughs> Nobody need her bad. How much Paulo Santo you got? No. <laughs> no. And I was gonna get rid of Queen, I- Queen Nigel. Just because. But not for Lil Mo's reasons. Not for Lil Mo's reasons. I have nothing to do with that. That but that was entertaining. <laughs> not to me. I have nothing to but do I, with that. I think I think for me, what I did see, I didn't feel like she was connecting a whole lot. Like it was a soul cipher, so there's like a certain something that it seems to be there sometimes with people performing. And I felt that from BJ and I felt that from Luke's ass, who was just singing his ass off too damn much. And it was he was acting like, like okay, the character well. he plays on Star. <laughs> maybe I, he's method acting. Yeah, maybe. Yes, but you know what? Is. I feel like I know sometimes though there are those artists that'll go to those like singing sessions and they all like vibing and stuff. But I was just kind of like, all right, Luke. Well, I, did y'all y'all didn't warm up together, so maybe they don't want to do this. Like, <laughs> like at no point did he just stop because I could tell even BJ wanted to jump in, but was just back there shaking his head and just like maybe saying something here and there. Well, and, in Queen Naja's defense, she's new. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it takes a while. I don't, I'm, was that her, I think that was her TV debut at that. You know, to just be thrown in a cypher with vets in the game. Granted, Which BJ and Luke aren't like vet vets, but they've been around. Seasoned, they've done shows. They're more seasoned, yeah, yeah, they already know what it is to sing in front of a crowd. So I think that vibe she gave off is just being an amateur. Like, this is new for you. This is, and it's got to be scary. Imagine Imagine having to, to not only that because that's already fucking hard, but imagine looking over at an audience of people you like admire, <laughs> like all of your icons and legends are staring at you, and you have to sit here. Not only do you have to have your moment of a TV debut, but you also have to like stand there and do it in front of all these fucking famous ass and people. And you're pregnant. 
and you're pregnant, which is already a whole different ball game. So I feel for her. And it's also just hard to sing on stage. You know, like, it's not easy. Yeah, but fuck all that, because some people could have got up there and really went in. Well, yeah, yeah. they should have put some vets and that was where, where was, oh, Miguel was getting married. So. Even Ari. Why didn't they put Ari, Ari in the cypher? With well, a mango. I don't think that, so, here. Because her think, voice, she would have killed. Mango. Her and Erica. I love Ari to death, but I think that that's another reason it looks odd that Queen was up there, too, because it was like, it's these, like, it's like a legend, the, you know, the Kelly Price, uh, seasoned people that we might not really be familiar with, because... Luke James and BJ have been working, but people still don't really, like, talk about them a lot. So it kind of made sense to throw Queen up there. But at the same time, it didn't to me because it was kind of like, well, I don't really think she's trying to do this. And maybe because it was the nerves, but it's almost like, well, if this is your moment to kind of overcome that, you would think someone's kind of going to have, like, a breakout moment or a star moment. It's like, okay... Well, I see why she's up there. Right. But then it, it didn't feel like that. That was that was that. just bad. Like, they should not have included her. Yeah. And that was a bad decision based on them trying to reach, quote, unquote, demographics and all that no, shit. I mean, Bring she somebody has a massive the young following. People. So they know that that would have helped, yeah. you know, with viewership. Because she's bringing, like, millions yeah, in the of comments, YouTube kids. In the comments, it's like, this is so epic. that Because she's a she was like, a you know, maybe YouTube queen. I don't actually really know. But a she, lot of people yeah, know who she is. she's huge online. YouTube so it Nigeria. Was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, they should have maybe done a newbie cipher. Yes. Yeah, if there she, you go. That, that makes sense. Which would have been cool if they and had Queen Naija, Ari, and anyone who that was their TV debut. Yes. Like the debut cipher. Like, and I think that's why I was breaking them too. here, right here at the cipher. I think that's why I was confusing, too, because people might not really be as familiar with BJ the Chicago Kid, or they are very familiar with him, and they're looking at it kind of like, okay, well, I see why you would put him in a cipher with Queen. But then it's kind of like... It's almost it's it's a bit of a disconnection there that really messes. They're me two up. completely different artists, and BJ the Chicago kid, his capabilities and even like the style of music he makes is so different from Queen Naja. But it makes way more sense for him, although new, to be included in this cipher because of the type of music that he makes. Yeah, BJ the Chicago kid is known for live instrumentation, yes. um, melodies and harmonies that he uses his voice like an instrument. Mm-hmm. That's the type of performer he is. So him singing live with those people, well, not live because it was definitely recorded, but him singing with the group makes sense in a soul cipher. Um, Queen Naja. Defend Luke James. Luke James has a soulful, raspy voice that's reminiscent of throwback male top. singers. Yeah, that sweatshirt was dope as fuck. It Wasn't was it Pryor cool Mars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so cute. But um his little abs. I like when they used to do their little click like uh Luke James and Ronnie James and um they Bridget Kelly even. And, yeah, I like when they all did that little click thing. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I that. think they should bring that back. The jacket should have a reunion. <laughs> But yes, the Soul Cipher was something to talk about, and we didn't talk about it. And just music in general. Kelly went off. Kelly who went. was your favorite performance of the night? Like, who you think did their job? So I didn't watch all of the performances. I haven't gone back and watched, but I, what I will say, and this might be a little too much for some, I really enjoyed Jacquees' performance. I didn't see it. So Jacquees, uh, did you see his performance? Uh-huh. So he was singing... <laughs> He did two songs. Why are you yeah. laughing at me, Frank? Because <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were gonna like add something else. Did I'm you see it? it? Uh-huh. <laughs> he he did two songs, and for one of his songs, or the second one, the three little backup singer boys that he had came up for a second. They not little, three little boys. Well, sorry, I don't know, but the he has backup singers, and they came up, and they looked like a little pretty Ricky for a second. I was like, oh, this is really cute. 
and then they kindly walked back to where they was. And he went back to singing, and I just thought that that was a cute idea. I was like, this is dope that he did that, right? Because I don't, you know, a lot of people still don't really know who he is, but to hear his voice and those harmonies was a good thing. First of all, why would his stylist put him in a full? <laughs> why would his stylist put him in a full length coat? A full length coat? Yeah. You didn't see Jacquees. Like he he was in all. He did look like a little superhero ish because he was Aww. in all black. Like and it was like it just wasn't flattering because of the. It just wasn't height. flattering on him. Second of all, Jacquees, this whole sexy angle, like that hip rolling shit he was doing and all that is distracting. That's and the problem feeling. is, the problem is. <laughs> Jacquees has a beautiful, beautiful voice. And hearing him sing and seeing him sing are two different experiences. In what way? Different ways. (laughs) And so there has to be some sort of synergy between the two as an artist. You have to make the visual complement the audible. And it don't. Mm. So that's what happened with Jacquees for for me. Who, Who else? Uh, was this his TV debut too though Loki I feel like it might I be so. um, I'm not sure I think so because I haven't known think him of to... what other award show you've seen Jacquees perform at he did the Kennedy Center Honors the um when they did the Barbara Streisand when she got her uh, <laughs> I, I'm really sitting here thinking like Didn't the minute he said Kennedy Center I was like um <laughs> he be with a straight face though like <laughs> <laughs> not Barbara. I was telling Can you Crystal, imagine Jacquees on the Kennedy Center? <laughs> I was telling Crystal about how when you said Whoopi Goldberg, every now and then we'll say, uh, this Welcome is- to the damn view. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, She has never said that. She has <laughs> made that up. And so now I'm like, Damn, did he get me? Because I promise. We never know. I know right? <laughs> Thank you for that because that means that, you know, I am really good You're at You're an life. actor. However, she did say <laughs> I, 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 know, I know she did and I want to see it. <laughs> We're going to find it. Um, but I think, and I may be wrong, but I feel yes. like that's his TV debut. You well, know, you're still figuring it out. What does that have to do out. with the coat? Because you're still figuring it out. Like, the stylist. Think about it. Your first time on TV, imagine when you watch it back. You gotta, I'm a cringe. You got to be like, ooh, why did I wear that? Or, okay, I shouldn't hit bro. Or I'm maybe a cringe, I but put I'm going to do my up. best to try to have it figured out. I ain't going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> I'm going to try my best. I'm going to give it an effort. I'm going to give it a shot to get it right, okay? <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> I'm really trying to pull up this outfit. I'm outfit. trying to think of who else performed. Who else performed it? Um, Faith Evans was she did she had a tribute. Mm. The Lady of Soul something. I don't oh, know. She was one of the main honorees, but her performance was amazing. Faith was in great voice. Um, surprisingly, I know she's got a lot to sing about, according to the rumors. But oh, um, her and Stevie J. Stevie J got on my fucking nerves. He introduced her, talking about, give it up for my wife, Faith, Renee, Evans, Jordan. But what fucked him up was, everybody knows her as Faith Evans. So as soon as they said, he said, eh, everybody started applauding. (laughs) So the Jordan part kind of got drowned out anyway, but he still did it. Oh, I see. So it's like a, a leather... Situation. Situation. Oh, the, and, Situation. Like, he looked like he was about to go dancing in the rain. Like, he needs to give him an Maybe they thought it would give him height. Like, elongate him Maybe somehow. he was doing that. He's dressed like that because he's saying um, the lady's going to be wet and he ready. He, <laughs> it's a rain jacket? I shouldn't have worn as long as cold. <laughs> yeah. On the stage when I look like yeah. a bone. Did Erica perform? 
Huh? Did Erica perform? No, she was... Uh, yeah, she did perform. She was one of the honorees, too. She definitely performed. She not only did Green Eyes, which is one of my favorite Erica songs, but she also did I Want You off of Worldwide Underground, so you already know. That's one of Wait, my... Wait, she did the whole Green Eyes? Not the whole, Eyes? not oh, the whole, not the whole suite. I am like, what? Um, but she definitely did it, um, and then she did I Want You, which is a song she doesn't perform all the mm-hmm. time, but I love that song. I have to look for it, because I saw people being like, she killed it. And She's then I went amazing. on YouTube to look for it, and I don't see it anywhere. They don't so be putting shit on YouTube so no more. it does say that it's Jacquees' first ever award show performance. I knew it. And Ari also performed at the Soul Train Awards. Yep. So, I think those are pretty much the highlights, because you just talked about Erica. Uh, they totally should have done a TV, TV debut cipher. You know what? Just let us control the creative you know for what? next year. If they did like a really, really dope I don't know how they would be able to do it, but if they did like a, a cipher of like legends that like created some shit, like I would love if Solange curated a cipher and was able to put some shit together. Cause I know Solange has like she already knows the voices mm. and, and the looks and everything. I just that feel like she's the one that they need to tap. Like like Erica's doing a great job, but if they need Solange too. Right. Or Coco That's and Breezy. Right. They should let Coco and Breezy DJ the whole new people cipher. Oh, That'd be cute, right? Shout out yes. to Coco and Breezy. And you know, um, Anderson Pack performed on SNL. And oh, it was yeah? really good because he was like dancing. <laughs> he had like choreography. Oh, nice. He actually posted his rehearsal video on his IG and it was cool to see because he said he, he's not a dancer. Like that was never his thing, but he just wanted to do his best. That's dope as fuck, And actually. he was like, I never dance. Like that's just not his mode of operation, but he felt like he had to take, he had to seize the moment. Like, this is SNL. Yeah. So he wanted to give it his all, and then he posted a video of him, like, rehearsing for hours. He said they just locked themselves in a room and just went hard. And he looked great. He looked seasoned. Um, I mean, his new album's cool, so he just sounded great. He's an incredible talent. Yes. His voice is just fantastic. I'm such a fan. Yes. Speaking of Anderson Pack, uh, now we can move on to listens lately. Mm-hmm. Um, Anderson Pack dropped that project. Oxnard. I actually um, was having a conversation with somebody about it, and they said I had never heard of this Anderson Pack dude, mm. but this is amazing. And I was like, "Well, this Anderson Pack dude has music that's like as cool as this, and even cooler." So you should go back and listen. Yeah, that's how I was for making sure. listen like Malibu and shit like that, mm-hmm. and like we were just going off having a whole like Anderson Pack party. But yes, if you haven't listened to Oxnard, please go check that out as well. Um, in random side news, I've been listening lately very hard to my bitch Megan The Stallion. <sighs> She's just been signed to Three Hundred. I so. saw. Congratulations! You talking Megan about the Megan Stallion. the Trainer or somebody named Megan The Stallion? Megan, Megan the, the Stallion. Oh. Who is not Megan Trainer after she's been wearing her trainer? <laughs> um, <laughs> Megan The Stallion. She just has a lot of hot girl music that she's been dropping. So go listen to that high girl shit. Um, and like I said, and three hundred better do right by her. They better. They they absolutely better because she, she already has a following. She like, already has a following. She already has like some really dope ass music. Like people love her. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I really fuck with is that she's from Houston and she put out that uh, chopped and screwed version of her shit. And it still sounded dope as fuck, too. Because sometimes people would do that, and it's like, you just did this to say you did this, and it don't sound good. But every track sounds like they took the time out to like be like, okay, well, this is what it needs to sound like if it's going to be this. So I just love her. Um, outside of that, Kelly Rowland, I was playing the new track, Kelly, for you guys. I love it. 
when I entered. I love it as well. And actually, I should leave that as that with uh, the Kelly thing. But yes. Uh, no, fuck that. We finna dig into that. <laughs> what you talking about? What you? What is it? What you got to say? That damn Instagram. Like, that shit fucked me up. What Instagram? So there was the Instagram that was the rose for you or whatever. So was it rose for you? Rose Ivy or something. Yeah, so it was rose for you and it was rose Ivy you. But uh, originally it was this account that popped up and people were wondering like what it was. Was it Beyonce related? And I think it was just initially for this uh, project, but some shit probably got leaked. So they said, all right, well, we jump a ship on this account. Anyway, it looks like someone hacked the account, but they claim they were given the account. And so then they spent all this time posting... uh, half-ass receipts i don't even know what you call those but it's like when who was it portia kept saying she had some receipts or some tea and then she just never brought it and i was like well what happened to the tea you said you had that's how i felt with this girl that was uh exposing this account anyway all the drama happened just for this person to be like oh well now i'm gonna be a beyonce stan account and it's like no one wants to follow you now that's what i wanted to say but i did not want to say because it was so weird that all of that was happening on instagram one Copy. moment one moment it was Rose Ivy for you, and then the account changed its name to Curryance or some shit. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is going on? But then I still listened to the Kelly song, and I was like, well, the song sounds dope. So whatever this weird, unexpected promo is that's happening, it's working. Because Kelly, don't you think get... it's connected? I don't think it's happening on purpose. Oh, I'm like, there's no way that there, account no, has anything no to do with Kelly's no. rollout. <laughs> I don't think it, I don't think that's happening on purpose at all. Like mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like this is some stupid shit that's happening, but at least people are going to look. I guess so. Yeah. Like it's going to make people go like, oh, go to that account. Look, oh, it's not there. People send the screenshots back and forth, so it's like a little bit of a scandal. So they make <laughs> you want to listen to the song even more. Anyway, that's what I spend my time doing. Um, and as a last listen, late. I want to give a prayer to Summer Walker. She had to cancel some tour dates because of her voice. Um, oh, what's going on with her voice? Summer Whisper. <laughs> <laughs> She's having difficulties? Yeah. You know, Dang. You know, people, when they not... Well, I don't know. But I feel like when people aren't trained and then they get the thrown into the it. And then they just go on the road. Just jump into touring. Yeah. yeah. And then they're probably not warming up. They're probably still just doing whatever. And maybe she's been doing what she needs to do, but I don't know what the actual case is. But that's why I just want to send out the prayer. Um, I've been listening to the project over and over again. I don't even know why. I can't stop listening. And I also want to say, Summer, when you come back, I hope you give us a track with Party Next Door. I would love a, su- a Summer Walker, Party Next Door, like hood rat love story Yeah, you can song. walk to the party. Exactly. It's summertime. Exactly. <laughs> you can walk to the party next door in the summer. Oh, my God. I'm with that. I'm with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, those have been my vibes over here as I've been listening lately. What have you been listening to, Fran? What have I been listening to? Um, Danny Lay dropped. Yeah. My little baby. Hey, that's my, my baby. baby. She has a new album called The Plan. It's her first album. It's super good. She was just on The Breakfast Club. And... I loved watching her because she's so chill. Shout out to her. She's another one that kind of has that, like, um, (laughs) quiet confidence and that sort of stillness. Like, I love that she's new to all of this. I mean, new as far as being in the public eye. She's been grinding, she says, since she was, like, 15, 16. So she's not new in the business. Right. um, But just new to the visibility. And I just love how she's just so chill about it. And she's so cute and beautiful and playful and clear and really talented. So I'm happy. And she's Dominican. Yeah. So I'm happy to see her blowing up. She's definitely a great songwriter, which I don't think people realize. 
Um, That's the jam. <laughs> it's super good. A lot of new music dropped because we have um, Ski Mask, the slump guy, dropped his Stokely project. Look at you. I like Ski Mask. (laughs) (laughs) It's just funny because it's so angsty and like angry. And I was playing it and I could hear my neighbor be like, what the? (laughs) I could hear her reacting because she's really funny. My neighbor's really loud. Um, But it's very angsty, but I like it. He, I just like how he rides the beat. He's just... I like that angsty shit. just different like I don't know he write the way that he hears music in his head and chooses to deliver his his verses I'm always excited about it oh Um, my god (laughs) (laughs) he excites me and I think he's really good um Obviously, Meek Mill dropped championships. There yes. you go. There you go. And there you go. <laughs> there you go. What's your favorite track? If you, know, you have a favorite track. Okay. That just to keep it short and sweet. Mm-hmm. Like everybody knows Dreams and Nightmares intro by him is one of my all-time favorite you songs, think he, all genres, with whatever. The Phil Collins? I think we got about a good 85%. Damn. I gave him an 85 out of a hundred, so that's noteworthy. Wow. And it's a great intro with that in the air tonight they sample. Meek when he blacked wow. lyrically, like the album is great. Fantastic album, hands down and pants down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I have a f- you know, I really like the Oodles and Noodles Babies oh, track. Yes, 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 I yes. I felt most connected to that one, which is weird because I saw a lot of people saying that they hated that track and they could have skipped it. And I'm like, what? That was Let my them favorite. say it. It doesn't matter. It's my favorite. It felt like, I don't know, it was like just straight storytelling. And that's when he kind of like pulls me in when he gets into that mode. So that's probably my favorite track. Um, Who else dropped? So much stuff. Oh, you know what? I wanted to shout out Jack Davey from Jay Davey. Mm -hmm. She has a new track called, actually, she has a new EP called 818 with two songs. But there's one track outside of that project that's called Undone. And you guys, are that's so why it's only good. two songs. <laughs> I've had it on repeat all week. And shout out to Jack Davy because she will always be the shit. Yes. I was so happy to hear her. I miss her voice. Jack Davey, the track is called Undone. And it is, when I tell you I'm not exaggerating, I played it for like three or four hours straight, just on repeat. It got me in that headspace. You know, when you just let the song rock over and over Mm -hmm. all day. Um, She definitely took me there with that. Um, And then lastly, Mr. Easy, who I love, He's like probably one of my favorite Afrobeat artists. He dropped a new project called Lagos to London. And it is so good. I can't even play a track because I love them all. I wouldn't (laughs) know which one to play. But he did his thing. It's a pretty long album. um, But definitely check that out. Mr. Easy, that's E-A-Z-I. 
And who else? I guess that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. What about you, Dustin? What have you been listening to? Meek Mill's album. Thank you. At <laughs> the end. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for the Music Man That's segment. it, really? Wait, no. Well, oh. shout out to Trey Songs. He dropped a double album that's great, 1128. Oh, um, I didn't peep that. I didn't get yeah. a chance to listen. Give it a spin when you get a chance. It's good. But, um, yeah, so for me, it's been music. all about Meek Mill's new album. Um, shout out, uh, side note, to... Um, by Your Side by Jadakiss because I've been playing that randomly. I don't know why it's been just sticking with me, but I've been playing By Your Side by Jadakiss over and over and over again. So it's one of my favorite Jadakiss songs. Um, he sounds like Newport Cigarettes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thanks again to Talkspace for their continued support of the Friend Zone podcast, which is this here. Talkspace is the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you had trouble making time for it in the past. Remember, therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging deep into childhood memories from a dark, deep-ass place. It's also about practical Every day, or as I like to call it, on the daily, strategies for stress management and living a healthier life. Having a therapist simply provides you a designated person to talk to who is trained, keyword, to listen and help you make positive changes. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com zone and use the code zone to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. That's code Z-O-N-E and Talkspace.com slash Z-O-N-E Talkspace, therapy for how we live today Well again, that's it for the yeah. Music Man segment so you can actually take it back Dustin because we're in TV land Damn, I forgot I even had to do it uh, So TV land, um, let's see The Real Housewives of Atlanta was hilarious this week um, We're starting to see the drama rear its head so everybody who's been complaining about this season which has been billed as the season of sisterhood. So everyone's been complaining that it's been boring and lacked the fireworks. Damn. Baby, they're starting. Um, We're going to (laughs) see Candy versus Portia soon. Um, We're going to see Portia versus Shamari soon. We're going to see Yovana versus Eva soon. We're going to see all these different things. But I want to give a shout-out to Marlo Hampton. See, there's something about being a reality star. People think anybody can do this job, and technically they're right. You just have to be picked. But it takes people who have mastered um, how to maximize the opportunity in each scene to kind of change the trajectory of the conversation, change the energy. There's a skill there Mm -hmm. that people either have or they don't. Marlo has it. Um, Eva, who we all loved on Top Models, she has transitioned into being a full-time housewife on The Real Housewives of Atlanta, and the likability factor just isn't there anymore. Eva's being unnecessarily shady. She's talking about Cynthia, calling her a veteran in a nasty, shady way, as if she's old, which Eva is, Cynthia is older than Eva, but Cynthia actually was a model who you know, came out the mud. Eva came from a TV show, so it's just a little different. But, Can um, I just tell you? I have such a vivid imagination and it goes so wild. I always imagine, like, Cynthia reading Bitches Down. Like, mm-hmm. I just always can imagine. Because they show these, like, clips of Eva shading her. She's like, well, how many models do you know with big butts? I mean, you know, except for Cynthia. And then it's like, really? why are you doing that? 
Yeah, she. That's how she is. So then I imagine Cynthia being like, "How many models you know talking about other people's butts and can't get booked?" Oh yeah, that one. Like I just want to hear her do shit like that, and she never would, and she never should. No, she don't she have to. Should, they're in a t- they're in two different that. conversations. <laughs> it would be great because Cynthia is a beautiful model, and who better to hear some hear her say something nice, nasty when it's warranted than a pretty model? Like it's just it's a fantasy. But there's so much power, and that's why I do yeah. respect Cynthia. There's just so much power in the fact that she will never do that. She ain't got the like, time. She in love. Like, there's literally she ain't no reason. About Eva. You literally look at their two things. Like I have a child with Leon. Like, like I, everybody knows, I'm established. Like I, like literally been there, did that before you even hit the TV screen. What are you talking about? And also did that because let's be clear, the difference is Cynthia actually had success as a runway model. Eva was a television personality who we were introduced through to introduced to through her desire to be a model. Right. So it's just two different conversations. And Cynthia has um, the Bailey agency. Sorry, and the just, Bailey wine cellar and all these things. Keeps I mean, going. but anyway, um, but. That being said, that's why we're so grateful for Marlo. Because within about 30 seconds, Marlo had packed Eva up real quick. They were playing a game. Real quick. They were playing a game about, um, like, literally passing a peach around a room with these shady questions in a bowl. And nobody wants to be the bad guy or say something that's going to insult somebody else. Well, Marlo don't give a fuck. So when the question bowl got to her and they were like, who's a liar? She was like, I would have to say... Uh, in the past, Portia. In the future, Eva. Eva was Eva. So Eva, seeking her moment, she stands up. And, you know, and oh, well, and why am I a liar? And Marlo was just calm, right? But sitting behind Nene, she was like, I just feel like we don't really know who you are. Eva starts trying to dig at Marlo. Well, I feel like, you know, well, I know you and I still don't know. Marlo packed her up so fast, friend. She said, well, you don't know me. You've seen me. You've seen me be fabulous for years. That's what you've seen. <laughs> Eva then says, well, I've seen you be extra again. Why she is trying to go back and forth with someone who is who does this professionally, I don't know. But she says, well, I've you seen you be me. extra. Seen me. Like Marlo, that. so smooth. Marlo was like, well... It's never wrong to be fat. It's never extra to be fabulous. Is it ever appropriate to be basic? Ooh. Eva says, like, who's, who's basic? There was no beat, no pause, no... It went just like this. Who's basic? You're basic, darling. Now let's pass the peach. <laughs> That's what Marlo did. Packed Eva up. Literally, it was like 20 seconds. Eva, you saw the breakdown. And from that, Candy, of course, she chimed in. You know, Candy got her a little piece, too, and talked about how Eva was being fake because she had just dogged Shimmy out. But today she's fixing plates of, you know, the salad for her at the dinner. So, like, what's really hood? And it was just a situation where they all kind of called Eva to test. So that was great to watch. Um, this week, though, I do want to note that uh, Nene and Portia had a nasty, explosive spat on Twitter um, regarding the episode. So... So much for the season of sisterhood. It looks like it's going to go down. So this reunion is going to be good. Personally, Portia has been in the wrong when it came to this whole candy situation three seasons ago. You can say I'm holding on to old shit if you want. I don't care. I am. Portia was wrong and so I will never look at Candy as wrong for being messy or talking about Portia's boyfriend and all the things that everyone's finding fault in her doing I don't care especially because Portia never she has never like as many times as she's apologized she has never acknowledged what she really did right like yeah. it's kind of like well y'all want me to say I'm sorry like damn I'm sorry it's never been like a look 
I said some shit, and it was this, and this is how it played out, and that is fucked. Like, and she I'm never sorry did. because I only did that because I was mad at you, and I know that was a lie, and I knew it was a lie when I alluded to it being true, and I'm sorry. She's, she's yet to do none that. None of that. That ain't how so you apologize. We just had a whole show about it. So that's why when she's Portia sitting up bitch, on you Watch What Happens Live. Portia, bitch, you got a show on Loudspeakers Network. You ain't listening to ours. That's why when she does <laughs> that whole thing on show. Watch What Happens Live and she's like, yeah, me and Candy, you know, we, I know we not friends. Like, of course y'all not. And like Candy give a shit. fuck. Like Candy gives a fuck. That's Joyce's daughter. If you really want to go there, we all know Candy will go ahead and let you have it. And so. baby, when Joyce be coming out of Candy, I be on I love the it. floor. <laughs> yes, I be on you the You know floor. what, matter of fact, I'm this reunion, damn, she gonna be pregnant though so they probably won't um, well no she might not be pregnant because they usually take yeah, the reunion around like March season goes yeah March April if Portia's not pregnant I'm totally down for the reunion being everybody versus Portia no no I'm down for it I would love to see Candy and Nene team up and go at Portia because Portia she can handle her own when it comes to these arguments so I don't feel yeah. bad for saying that but I would love to see Candy and Nene really be the two that really roll her over the roast you know just rake her over the coals and I hope Cynthia chimes in and Eva um, I hope Eva gets tries to get a piece but I hope Portia really gets Eva though in the conversation yeah I hope the same. I like Eva but Eva is really pissing me off and sidebar shout out to her mama who don't give a damn about what Eva got to At say all. cause her mama had her in tears <laughs> had her in tears her mama came on the show and made Eva cry and what? then continued to eat her lunch like as soon as you are done with that shit we can keep it moving <laughs> and it was so funny because Eva's been such a bitch on the show so we were like excited to see this and I can't believe I have these feelings about her speaking of feelings about someone changing I want to wrap this up by mentioning um Simone or Married to Medicine. Um, I'm done. I'm done. Officially. I, I didn't done. watch, so please just fill me in. Simone is just a problem this season and she's been unnecessarily mean to everybody, but especially Quad. And I watched Dr. Heavenly's after show that she does on YouTube mm-hmm. and she basically revealed that they were mad. Simone and Toya were mad at Quad. All this hate that we couldn't understand where it was coming from yeah. is because they were mad that Quad hadn't been showing up to film scenes in the beginning of the season when it was time to record. We know Quad is busy with Sister Circle, yeah. you know, her cookbook, all that shit. And they were upset that Quad hadn't been coming to work. So they were being bitches to her. That's what all that was about. So fuck Simone is how I'm going to close out this. Oh. You know, that's it. You guys ready for what's next? That's it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You know your fans be yelling when you cut it short like mm-hmm. that. Yell on, mm-hmm. yelling. Greenleaf? No, it's over. <laughs> you know the, the season rundown. finale was last Greenleaf. week. It's over. Can I make an honorable mention of this mm-hmm. show that y'all don't watch? I am so floored at fucking Shmurda. Like, I am floored. Shmurda? Uh, how to get away with oh, uh, murder. I was like, what and the only that? reason I say that is because, you know, the, so you know how the thing goes. Somebody's always dead. It's always dramatic. I watched the you, show. I'm just behind. No, I know. I know. So... So this particular season fucked me up because it's you watch too much. It, it, it is. Like, you know it what is. it is. Can I just vent Go about? Ahead, please, friend. The flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's I... exhausting. Every five minutes, I'm like, okay, 
what another flashback like the flashback tool I think it's overused on that show personally because it's like it's, it's already, too many it's, it every takes you every five minutes we're like starting, back to Bonnie when she was you know right, it's then, already starting an episode talking about six minutes six months out from when somebody died but then they also show in flashbacks when you get to their regular that, ass then lives. it's like six minutes before they got killed and then it's like, like three damn. minutes before she walked into the room I'm like oh my god can we just be present what the fuck happened <laughs> can we just yeah. be present can you tell me what's happening now so I was writing that role Roller coaster this season, uh, and this season was so fucked up to me because spoiler alert, Nate turned in his damn daddy by the end of the, the season, and I was like, "That's fucked up how y'all did this." But that's all I have to say because I don't want to get too into it. <laughs> oh God, it's, it was crazy. It just fucked me up. Were y'all ready for the black business? Please, yeah, yeah, sure. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, a young woman by the name of Lindsay Hales emailed me saying that she's a personal trainer and group fitness instructor and she recently moved to New York and is really really set on creating community health self-care self-love and wanted to do that through small curated fitness classes that she hopes will center around women of color she doesn't want the class to be more than 10-15 people so that she can really give you know, more customized attention to people's needs, which I thought was really cool because when's the last time you went to a fitness class where A, it's all black people and B, it's all, it's only 10, 15 people. Last time I did that, it was an orgy. (laughs) (laughs) So, So Lindsay emails me asking if I would shout out her class. Like I said, she's in the capital at 15, but she just wanted to mm-hmm. start creating the network of people. And I was like, <laughs> you've come to the right one. So it's a free weekly, and it's free, you guys. This free being the key word here. A free weekly pop-up workout celebrating and catering to women of color in New York City. The fact that it's free, that's next level. Because fitness is expensive. These that's gyms hell. aren't cheap. That's hell. So... Where is it? At 432 House Gym. That's on. That's 1356th Avenue. When? Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 11.50 a.m. So you're getting 50 minutes of a boot camp workout. And it's a full body sweat and strengthening glow up. Classes are capped at 15 people. To reserve your spot, please text 913-952-5418. Her name is Lindsay Hales. That's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y. Her last name is H-A-I-L-E-S. Lindsay Hales. Thank you, Lindsay. Congratulations. I think what you're doing is fucking incredible. I'm curious how you're doing this for free. (laughs) Like, that's amazing. And I I hope to send you a ton of traffic to check out the website. It's 432house.com. That's the gym that you will be working out of. Take advantage you guys sounds great for real and she and from the email and just her energy and her words the language she's using it seems like she's really really coming from a pure place and just wants to contribute to the health of women of color in new york city so it means two things number one the music is going to be great during the class (laughs) (laughs) can be guaranteed that and then if it's black women's boot camp it's knee boot camp (laughs) oh my god god And with that being said, do you guys have any church announcements before we get out of here? 
I do. Um, I'm having a Christmas party on December 16th um, at the DL on the Lower East Side here in New York. Sweet. Um, the information will be um, released over the, this week sometime, so that's coming. There's other church announcements, too, but that one I can talk about today. So yes. it'll just be a feel-good time. There will be some charitable tie-in. I shouldn't say some. There will be a charitable tie-in as well. All the information is going to be coming. Just save the date and be on the lookout for the details. Um, and ho, ho, ho. Sweet. Asante? Um, I am back on the road with the read. There is going to be a pop-up shop in Seattle. That's happening December December 8th from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Come catch me at 177 Western Avenue West. That's Suite 268A. And that's in Seattle, Washington, 98119. Check my social media. I will have posted this flyer by then. And you will catch me out there. And that's pretty Yay, much it for going me. Going back what? to my favorite city. Yeah. Okay. What about you, friend? Um, I actually wanted to tell you guys to go on Cheska Lee's Twitter and Instagram um, because she looks amazing. Yeah, my <laughs> God. She Shout got out her to locks. Her. She yes. sent me her, the picture without telling me like a couple weeks back, and I yelled. I was like, wait, your hair's Man. gone. She's like, I'm posting it online in a few weeks. I'm like, oh my God, I couldn't even deal. She said she was going to do it. All the secrets y'all make me it. keep. She but, looks um, amazing. She looks stunning. I, so stunning that I was like, I'm posting it on my Instagram. I just need it on my page. Like, beautiful, like literally <laughs> like, beautiful. I just needed it on my page. My friends were just great. And so please show her love. It was her 35th birthday on Thursday, this past Thursday. So send her love if you haven't already. Press like a million times from all your burner accounts and stalker accounts. <laughs> <laughs> show her a ton of love. Um, I like I said, my Macy's campaign is gonna be dropping maybe not this week, maybe next week. It depends on my travels and when I can get it up. Um, but please, as always, I always ask you guys to show me a ton of love if you make feel sure y'all so, do. If you feel so inclined to, okay. if you like the picture, you guys know that a lot of the love that you guys show us when we do book these campaigns allow us to continue to do the work that we're doing. So that's always super helpful and also just super sweet. And what else? London, I will be seeing you this week. Yay. Cannot wait. I'm excited. Last stop of my wellness tour. Last tour. So this is pretty big for us. Um, Morocco, I'll be seeing you too. And that's it, as always. And one thing, mm -hmm. when you go show love to friend on those pictures, you guys, when you go on, did you say who the campaign was with? Yeah, Macy's. Okay, when you go on, and Macy's is posting the pictures, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so when you go on Macy's Instagram, oh gosh, here we go. go on Macy's Instagram when the pictures are posted and make sure you show love to the picture of friend. <laughs> And also leave the little gift emoji, the one that looks like a wrapped present. Oh, cute. Leave that underneath the picture. So that's the official emoji for Friends Macy's Holiday Campaign. <laughs> it's the wrapped present gift emoji. So oh, you know what? I jokingly told Cheska that we were going to do the emoji attack. So we got to pick an emoji oh, attack for, for her picture. Um, the scissors. Be? Let's do scissors. the scissors for the big chop. Leave the scissor emoji on Cheska Lee's picture. <laughs> She's going to be like, yes. they're back. <laughs> we love you guys so much. So, 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 so much. As always, thank you so much for listening. And we will see you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye.